0: <laughs> okay, yeah, what's up, Neil? What's up, man? What's yeah. up,
2: brother? What's up? You good? Yeah. Man.
1: How long you guys known each other? I don't even know uh, you
2: guys are chums. Uh, when are we talking? Twi- Pretty much since I started uh, at H2O. Yeah, that was what, 2014? Yeah, I started, I think, yeah, I started 2012. Okay. So maybe you were there, but then we were not like necessarily talking or anything. 2012, really? Yeah, man. It's okay. been, yeah, eight years, a bit more. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Fuck, man. Okay. The so time flies. Yeah, when we're having fun kicking <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, just for the v- listeners, uh, Neil's a kickboxing, uh, your local champion, right?
2: Yeah, amateur uh, champion in Quebec. Okay. So I won uh, the Fight Quest uh, title three times, uh, and the MFL uh, title twice. Nice. Yeah. So I have five uh, five belts. Five <laughs> belts.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Jesus, undefeated. So, what's your total record?
2: Uh man, I'm not sure because I have so many. I think I have around maybe now 25 fights. Okay. Uh, but there are a lot in different. Like I have a few Muay Thai fights that that's what I started with, uh, but I don't have a good record in Muay Thai. I have maybe I think I'm like uh, one and four. Okay. So one win <laughs> and four losses, even though I never got beat up. Yeah. like it's just a uh, but those were I remember those were tight f- tight fights they weren't like yeah, one yeah 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 from all all my 25 uh, fights i never got beat up or i never got hurt really it was all, all my losses are like close fights um but yeah, muay thai like uh, i wasn't training for the 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 clinch you know when they grab grab your neck hmm. and then they throw some knees that's what they they love to do in muay thai but that was never my thing and i never really trained it so yeah, I have 4 losses in Muay Thai, but then uh, I went to boxing. I'm undefeated in boxing, 5 and 0. Nice. Uh kickboxing, now I'm like 9 9 and 2. Okay. Um and um and I have a few exhibition fights as well. Nice. So no decision, but just uh, just like a real fight, just there's no no winner or loser. Yeah, yep.
0: because that was because of some laws, right? In Quebec, there was the reason they had exhibition fights, or
2: yeah, for a while they, it was because of that. It yeah. was uh, there were no real uh, shows anymore, so all they could do was uh, exhibition fights because they didn't, they weren't, they weren't sanctioned, so they could go like under the law or whatever, yeah. and so that's what we only could do. But it was it's just like a real fight, like you still try to knock the other guy out, and you still gain the same experience from it. Um,
0: but you both get your hands raised at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Which I d- I <laughs> don't care. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. No, it, it for they, me, even when I yeah, win, yeah, I don't make a big deal out of it. If yeah. I lose, like no big deal. It's the 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 experience of the fight is the same. I find people who make a big
1: deal out of winning or losing don't don't stay in it for long. Yeah. You know, you're you, the, the journeys in your mind, you're just going, going, going. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. That's a, true, that's the eh? mentality you have anyway, right? Yeah. I'm sure it's it matters. It's like stats, you know, like you're looking at yourself. It's like a sport, you know. Mm-hmm. So you wanna make sure you're good, but you're not you're not like holding your breath trying to No like, like a loss is a is a lesson and a and a, a win is a victory. But yeah, 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 maybe you even learn less when you
2: win. I don't Yo, know. No, absolutely, man. Yeah. My my, my, <laughs> my last fight It's true. Yeah, my last fight, uh, well, the first time I won the MFL uh, belt in kickboxing, like I knocked, uh, well, I I stopped the guy in the first round after like just not even a minute or something like that. And uh, after the fight, like you can even see on the pictures, I'm like, I look like I'm uh, mad or something. (laughs) And people are asking me, they're like, oh man, you look like mad or like uh, you you didn't look happy. Like I wasn't smiling or anything. But I remember thinking like right after they they stopped it I was like I was a bit uh, disappointed of how fast it went I'm like man like uh, I trained super hard everything yeah. and then it it ended like uh, yeah. like that like I didn't I, I didn't know. have the time to show really <laughs> what you like, can do uh, yeah. Yeah, what, exactly. you, what you trained for yeah so I never sure. thought of that that's so funny you're yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah
1: I win you're like oh wait <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah I'm like man I want to do more like I feel I didn't not even work out it's also because you're
0: preparing for like a war, right? Yeah. And then when it happens that easy, it's like, oh yeah, shit! Like, oh, like, your whole, all your adrenaline is still ready yeah, yeah, for yeah. a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
1: I'm, uh, I'm like not big in the martial arts world, so like I'm a little confused, which might be good for some viewers who are also lost. Yeah. So you're, you're a kickboxer, but you're fighting people who are using Muay Thai techniques. So that's legal, like in the fight you were saying, like they're, they're using clenches on you and stuff.
2: Uh, no. So for sure, my style is, is mostly a kickboxing style. But I fought in a few different, uh, how would you say, a few different uh, uh, styles, like styles of, uh, of fighting. Like yeah. I did some some pure Muay Thai fights okay. with my kickboxing style, and that's when the the people they would just clinch me. They surprise you with some specific techniques there. Like. Yeah, especially the clinch, because just striking, if it's just punches, kicks, knees, I'm uh, I'm good with that. But so let's say when I first I start the fight. And I start dominating them. They're like, oh, shit, okay, I got to clinch that guy up. Yeah. And then they would grab me by the neck and they would throw some knees. And I'm, I'm not uh, – I would just wait and, until the ref breaks it. But in Muay Thai, you, you make a lot of points with it. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that was – so I did some pure Muay Thai. I did some pure boxing. I did some pure kickboxing. Uh, but, yeah, even in kickboxing sometimes, like, if I fight a guy that's more of a traditional Muay Thai background – like they're still gonna try to clinch me and stuff. It's just at least it's a limited clinch, so he can yeah. grab me just like in boxing. But then the ref comes in right away and he breaks it. Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: but they can. But in in boxing, it's like a chance to rest sort of. But in, in kickboxing in Muay Thai, like they're gonna yeah 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 rip, Muay Thai.
2: Yeah, as long as they're action in the clinch, it can go forever. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're working, yeah, it's so tired. It's like <laughs> wrestling pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, right, exactly. Yeah, you're pulling pulling down on the neck. You're trying to swim. You know, get get the the double uh, oh. underhook, yeah. but uh, but yeah. it's uh, behind the head. Uh, and then as long, yeah, as long as there's some action there, as long as you're throwing some knees, trying to you, you can sweep, you can uh, bring the guy down. Oh wow! Uh, but when he's down, then you get back up. But yeah, as long as there's some um, some uh, action, the the clinch keeps going. So how do you deal with that when you're like you're saying you're just waiting
1: for it to break up? Yeah,
2: me, cause I, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't train it enough, uh, cause that's really my multi fights were when I I was just starting to to train and to fight, so um, I didn't have all the techniques, you know, like the cross-face techniques or the whatever. I wasn't prepared, so yeah, I was ju- I would just try to to hold down the guy and wait until uh, you just bring uh, him closer. You're yeah, like, you can't hit me. And then 400. again, I didn't <laughs> get hurt. Like uh, all all of those guys, like their knees, they they don't hurt me. So. In my head, I'm just like, it's like eating a jab. Sometimes you can eat a jab, it doesn't hurt. So I would just wait, but I, w- I would receive some some small knees on mm. my ribs, but they, they wouldn't hurt. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm just going to wait until yeah. the ref breaks it. But in Muay Thai, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, one knee, so one point, one point, one point, one point, and then... It's a completely uh, different scoring system. Yeah, yeah, the scoring system yeah. is not uh, favoring me.
0: So you found your your... Your base is really strong in kickboxing, and that's where you yeah. thrive in competition. Is yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. my
2: best. That's what I, I love doing. It's it's my style. It's nice. uh, the the pace that I like to to keep. I'd like to say, Ben, you've come such a
0: long way because I've seen your development as a fighter. Yeah, And like I remember, like I don't know how we'd do sparring. You'd probably destroy me. But in the beginning, like I was giving you some uh, yeah, yo, for sure lessons, man. And then uh, I just saw the hunger though, like right off the bat, because we're talking like two thousand like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, and. Just, I remember seeing you and explaining like you were asking for advice to everyone and you were just so hungry and so thirsty for knowledge. It was really cool mm-hmm. to see. And now seeing you thrive and just now you're five and undefeated five, five belts, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like that's wild to see, man. Congrats to that. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's just it's so cool to see someone's development, like kind of being a part of it and seeing it is it's really wild. Yeah. Mm. You must but have man, seen a
1: lot of people surpass you.
0: Yeah. I mean now I haven't been there like for you, a few years. You so. helped
1: them out at first yeah. and then now <laughs> they like you you can only show him something at
0: yeah, this yeah. point, yeah. you know? Like it's crazy. But that's that's it's motivating to see when you see people like that at the gym who just excel and just picked up yeah. you know, and got obsessed and just went for it. Yeah. You
2: know? But well, that's it. Like I I don't think I was ever um like I didn't have any like particular talent or anything into it. Like for sure I was athletic. Mm-hmm. But nothing crazy. And even at first one, like the first year, I was sparring like uh, Richard and, you know, Kevin, uh, the boxing coach? Kevin Land. Yeah, uh, Kevin uh, Land, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. He was he was giving me so much shit about my defense. He was like, man, you got no defense. You're shit. I remember I used to talk to you. You used <laughs> to be so pissed about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my
0: defense sucks. And, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. And so, I, I yeah, I didn't have uh, that innate uh, talent or whatever. But, man, it's just like uh, anything else. It's just... Hard work, discipline, consistency. Yeah. It's it's as
0: simple as that. Yeah. (laughs) We've repeated ourselves, but that's reps too. We're repeating
1: the word reps. I love it. We've said it a bunch of times on the podcast. And it's like, I think a lot of people don't get it. It's weird. I don't even know if you understand or see, like you must see a lot of people like that. Like you have a lot of discipline in your life. You Mm -hmm. need to focus. Maybe you have like less discipline in other parts of your life. So you still get it for sure. You're still human. Yeah. 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 For someone like me, who's never like really buckled down and taken something like, and made it my life. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I have to drill it into my brain. Like, Oh, I need to just do this until I get it. Yeah. It's like, it's not like a computer where you could just punch in a code and, and it's done. We are programmable, but like it's like hitting a
2: fucking nail in with a hammer. Just you just do it till it's done. Yeah, it's, and it's, you just get it. And actually. that's the thing; you don't have to go super fast and like uh, like crazy thing. to to get it right away. Like you take your time, you just keep going. And usually, that's and the most effective approach.
0: Yeah, you know, you've seen it too, and I've seen it. Fighters who train super hard, harder than anyone in the gym and they, they spar harder than anyone in the gym. And then but you then, don't see
2: them for <laughs> like a few months. Yeah,
0: they get injured or something. But yeah. even like high level guys that they burn out and their bodies just fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they never made it to the big shows or whatever. It's because they literally, their body can't handle their, their warrior spirit. Mm. So It's not necessarily good to go super hard. <laughs> That's intense.
1: Yeah. yeah. Does that happen? A, like I don't watch a lot of MMA. Like does that happen a lot? Do you f- see people then they're kind of up and coming and then like they just... Like, they just got caught up in the momentum. And, like, you know, if you continue with the hammer analogy, like you're saying, like, if you go too fast and stupid, you, like, bend the nail, and then you got to take it out and start over. Like, yeah. you get hurt, you burn out. Like, do you see people who were really... They had a chance to be big, and then they just kind of drop off the map because they I have. They yeah. up? Yeah, so many guys. I really, don't want to
0: put th- any names out there, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But this guy was, like... For me, was one... I thought he would have been world champion, highest level. And um, he was amazing wrestler, like, brutal striker, and then just... Went so hard. I've never seen anyone train that hard in the gym. Like he would go, I would literally see him for six hours at the gym. Like I'd be training clients or whatever Jesus and he's Christ. still hitting the bag, doing weights, just walking around, just pacing himself, then going to wrestling practice at night. <laughs> and like his body just couldn't handle it. Like seven days a week style? Like, like pff, probably. Maybe he took a day off, but I, I never saw him take a day t- off. It's too mm-hmm. much still, you know? six hours. But like, then his body got destroyed. And like in my mind, I, I could have seen him being world champion, but his body couldn't keep up with his his warrior spirit.
1: What's that expression? Uh, Burning the candle at both ends? Yeah. You ever heard that? It's true. I love that imagery where it's like you're fucked either way. (laughs) And you forget how
0: important rest is, you know?
2: Yeah. You know? But especially, yeah, even for me, like it's since I started, it's been a a battle to really find out like how much hard work I need, how much recovery and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, I think a lot of us athletes, like we forget that when we go to the gym, let's say, yeah, you're, 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 you want to train like let's say six hours a day to be as good as possible, as ready as possible for the fight. But those six hours, let's say I'm never, I'm, I'm, re- I'm not really training six hours a day, yeah. but let's say you're like, Oh, I'm going to train six hours today. It doesn't have to be six hours of hard training because then for sure you'll burn yourself out. Yeah, but yeah. that's one thing I need to bring also more into my training is those light, super light uh, sessions that are mm-hmm. mostly focused on technique uh and and those are good like for recovery and uh, stuff like instead of burning burning yourself out active recovery yeah active yeah. recovery like just going in like focus on on the movement like just moving slowly yeah. and then you you ingrain you ingrain it more into your like nervous system and yeah it's good for yeah. recovery like uh, you make the blood move yeah i like that yeah.
1: with uh th- i can relate to that with something like a musical instrument like You want to play it properly immediately and you want to play fast and especially guitar because you could actually hurt yourself over time. Like it's just like your skin Mm. breaks or something if you don't have calluses yet. It's a small it's a small comparison, but it's like a lot of the times you you lose yourself in trying to get the result. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people like who've taught me how to play a bit of music, they go. They always tell me to slow down Mm. and it it sucks. It sucks a little bit at first because you just want to play, like, fast and good and do the song and whatever, but then you start getting the little movements. Yeah. You you start hearing the song really well, and then you just, you're able to speed it up more easily, and it sounds cleaner when you speed it up instead of just, like, trying to do it right away. And then you sleep on it, and the next day you're, like, so much better. Yeah, man. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And you're you're... I don't know why. I don't it's like You said it perfectly. Like you're, you're like tricking your nervous system into just kind of getting it. Yeah. And then when you got to go fast, it's there. It's just there for you. It's yeah, fucking man. awesome.
2: Yeah. I tell my, my students uh, that all the time. Like when I train people, and let's say I'm showing a, either a combination or some some defense techniques or whatever. I, I have something that I want to make them practice. And I see it all the time. Like they try to go too fast. And then, but, uh, when they go too fast like that, like they they don't do it correctly. Yeah. Like they, it's not good. They're not gonna learn like that. They do a bunch of mistakes. So I'm always I always go to them. I'm like, oh, like go slower. Like you want to go as slow. It, like there's not a specific speed, but you go as slow as you can until uh, slow enough so that you can uh, do everything like 100% perfectly. correctly. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. And then when you get that perfectly you go a little bit faster a little bit faster a little bit faster until it goes like 100% speed and then then you know then you're good
0: <laughs> it's, it's so easy to go and skip that beginning step and just go full speed like yeah. you see with your students and when i was teaching wrestling that's like the one thing i say is like do this move in slow motion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like you if you're making a mistake in slow motion then why are you doing it fast
1: you realize how hard it is it just it makes so much sense to put it that way because you're not going to correct yourself when you're trying to go 100% speed no everything's yeah. just like it's like, how are you going to catch the mistake in that, you know? So you, yep. it, you, you, do it pr- you do it perfectly first. And, you know, in yoga as well, I find a lot of people, like, you know, when you're throwing a leg up, when you're doing, like, a, like you're in sun salutation and you have to, like, bring the leg up to the front or something, depending on how, what style you're using. Do you do yoga?
2: You're, you're like uh, yeah, even, okay, sometimes.
1: Cool. So a lot of times you catch somebody doing it really sloppy, but, like, they're just happy that they're getting their foot up there. And then the teacher might say, like, you know, if it's not easy... You can, put, you can plant your foot and then kind of bring it with your hand. Or like, hey, try doing that really slowly. And then you'll realize instead of like kicking your leg up, you, you actually have to like engage your core and you have to like change the way you breathe and you mm. have to really like reach with your foot. Suddenly it's a very different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's a lot harder than you thought. Yeah. Uh, but you're but harder at first. But now you're training, like now the foundation's going to be stronger. Yeah. So it's, it's like That's a perfect, just start slow. You said it perfectly. I'm not, like I've that's exactly how the, those music teachers told me also. It's like do it perfectly yeah. as slow as you need to do it hmm. and then start pushing that ceiling yeah. a little bit and go faster and faster. I didn't know that you teach also. That must be really Yeah, cool. I teach.
2: I teach a few group classes uh kickboxing classes a week and uh, mostly private private uh, clients that I train uh, every week. I'm I'm curious. I mean, this is just a question for me, but like
1: I'm I tried teaching yoga a little bit and we were talking about it yesterday like uh i i think i prefer teaching one on one yeah but what's like a difference for you like what is how does that feel when you're teaching a class versus teaching a person like do you feel it, is one better than the other are there limits to either like how do you compare them at all do
2: you bother comparing them amount all does, does a person need both eventually to learn i mean for sure for the person learning the 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 private trainings are the best okay cuz the training is more you know specific to to your goals like i'm there with with that person the whole the whole time and you know all the little things that i see you know i can give them more cues and uh, so for sure the progress is faster uh, in a private training mm-hmm. uh group classes are good cuz then you have partners that you can pair up with for and sure. um so you get you get that that feel cuz you, if you're always with a trainer just hitting pads or by yourself uh, or even if it's always with the same partner, you know you you won't grow as much as a as, as a fighter. Uh, but if you go in a group class and then you you go with different partners from different uh, levels and stuff like that, then it's it's good it's good too. So mm-hmm. both both are important, but for sure the private, uh, if you want to get better fast, it, it's the the best way. Do you are you gonna spar often with? Well,
1: spar might not be the right word, but are you gonna like be? directing the person in a private class
2: or are you going to be fighting with them a little bit also like cuz you're, you're oh, it, d- it depends what they want okay uh, cuz uh, yeah i have a bunch of clients with they all have different goals but some of them they they want to learn how to fight and then uh yeah i i do pads pads with them technique and then sometimes if they want uh, i can spar with them and i mean yeah. so uh, like that would make me nervous like I, like i said i'm not really a <laughs> martial artist like you you can
1: lay a motherfucker out if you if you're not careful or like that's that's what you're training your body to do all the time you know so you have that control like you can yeah okay so you just you just a hundred percent trust yourself like I I remember learning kung fu for a couple of years and th- I was flinching sometimes when the the master was like showing me stuff mm-hmm. and he just grabbed me once and he went I'm never gonna hurt you yeah and he just kind of like he starts like freaking me out on purpose yeah like that's a good I, drill just looking yeah. yeah he's just going close up and like going really near me and mm. and just he's like i'm in
0: control you could do whatever you want just don't move Mm -hmm.
1: when you flinch that's when i'm gonna hurt you and i was like okay (laughs) yeah i don't know that's
0: uh, that's important because like a good coach a good trainer and uh, a good fighter is they are already because they've done it slow and shadow box they've already they have the whole velocity and speed behind them where they can choose okay we're going light so they know exactly what light is right yeah yeah like and then versus okay, I know when I'm sparring, we can go a little bit in this category where it's a little bit like eighty mm-hmm. percent and then fight. I know how to go to. They have so much control. That's yeah. why sparring partners is so valuable, like having good sparring. Yeah,
2: partners. exactly. Picking up the the good ones, the the right ones. Yeah,
0: because some people don't know that beginning control, and beginners have that a lot. Actually, that's why I was going to ask you, like for some clients that you have, I'm <coughs> sure they, <laughs> you know, you know, you're going light, but they don't really understand how to go light yet. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So
2: I I think I'm 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 pretty good at control. And, like, uh, going light and not not hurting the other person. Like, I, I think I'm pretty good at that. Uh, but, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's the other person, like, the... That's the bigger worry. The beginner that I'm <laughs> teaching, yeah. I have to be careful. Because uh, you can get hurt. Because yeah, they don't have that control. So, and also, they don't have the... the timing's off. Yeah, the, the timing is off. Sometimes, <laughs> let's say, I'm in front of them. I, I do a, a feint. Like, a, I'm faking that I'm going to do something. Usually, a good fighter would respond by uh, by trying to block or something but if i do that against a beginner their their answer might be instead of, of trying to protect themselves they're just going to panic and throw a punch and then i get hit and i'm like oh man like uh, i'm not used to that <laughs> you don't yeah. expect it cuz no, that's you don't not a smart move exactly yeah
0: yeah it's literally a dance. it's like the better you get it at, at, like same thing in wrestling, but the better you get, it's like the better your dancing partners are and then it's like a it's a flowing round. But mm-hmm. if you have a beginner, it's like they're stepping on your toes and mm-hmm. all the shit, but it, it actually works, but it's not
2: technical. It's not... They won't progress in that angle. They're <sighs> just... They're fucking up because yeah. you're... And it works. It works at that time because I'm yeah. going super light. Exactly. If I would go super hard, same as them, <laughs> like go. then they'd be go. different.
1: They might get a, a... Like in a real fight, they might get a punch in because the beat is so different. You know, like you're playing with people who... Who are on the same speed as you? Mm-hmm. It's, it, I, I hear that but in video games and and other and sports games and stuff. Like the beginner gets a, the drop on you because they're so bad. Yeah, that, <laughs> that you didn't expect that. It's like yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. like a poker player who goes like all in on a stupid hand, and you're yeah. doing the math. <laughs> And you're like, okay, I'm I'm probably gonna win this, and then they fucking run on uh, they went on like the what's it called the, the river, river there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, fucking asshole, why <laughs> did you even, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're mad at him, even though he won. It's like you you weren't you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you should have it was, folded. You it wasn't technical.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I yeah. like no, I'm man. Beginners, uh, I think they're the most dangerous people to spar with. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I did a little. I did jujitsu for like two days, and on the <clears throat> second day, I'm I'm on the floor, and the guy's like coming up to me. I don't know the names of the the guard and the, all this stuff, mm. so. Twice, okay? Twice, you twice gave in him a an row. an elbow. No, I, I need him in the jaw. Mm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's either the elbow up. or the, yeah. the knee. Yeah. I just yeah. clocked him and I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I, as soon as he came up and like leaned into me, my legs just went up. <laughs> and and so he's leaning right when I, my leg goes up and, uh, and, I, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm sorry. I hear his teeth touch like like yeah, really bad. Yeah. And then I do it
0: again. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, dude, I think I did it three times. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Mark even said it. Like we had him on the podcast. He's like a, I think he's a purple belt now or yeah, something, but he's
0: close to brown. Do I know him? him. Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay.
1: Mark
2: Vallon? Maybe.
0: Fuck, who knows? He, what, uh,
2: he does tenth planet like 10th and Planet in Verdun. Okay, yeah. Probably. He, but he
1: told me, he, the f- when I first started, he says, as long as you're not a spaz, it's okay. And I didn't know what he meant. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm not a spaz. I got good reflexes. I'm like a fucking ninja compared to the people around me. And no, yeah. I just I just have this, there's something off that's not there yet. And, and I'm, I could really hurt somebody just by accident.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it. It's especially really in jiu-jitsu, because it's like very close quarters, you know. Yeah,
2: I, back that's in the worse, beginning,
1: though, because you're throwing punches and shit. Like
2: you're yeah, But the I thing would is, say yeah? grappling. I did a bit, and I would get a lot more hurt uh, doing grappling, just jujitsu or wrestling, especially wrestling. Yeah. But most people too, like uh, at the gym and stuff, I see them. All the the grapplers, they get a lot more injuries than uh, than I I ever got in uh, kickboxing. I have a theory wow. behind that. And really? Tell yeah. me if you agree with this theory. Well, it's not <laughs> even a
0: theory. It's just that I, just an observation. Yeah, the yeah, reason yeah. there's more injuries, because in kickboxing, you can't spar the same duration you spar in uh, jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu, you can do 10, 15 rounds a night, five-minute rounds, six-minute rounds per person. So you're sparring live sparring for over an hour. Yeah, we, we talked about it. It's yeah. acute versus chronic. And yeah. then in, in kickboxing, you can't do an hour of hard rounds. I'm sure like with, with good partners, but like you'll yeah. do like 10 rounds a night or something like that, or yeah. five rounds a night. And it's, like, it's a lot there's like 2 minute or 3 minute rounds so the the and you can't do that every single night during the week. Yeah. Because you're you're going to get a fucking concussion, but mm-hmm. in jiu-jitsu you can go hard literally every day of the week. Yeah. yeah. So the the duration of sparring is way longer so there's more pro- you're prone to more injuries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides sure. also the ju- the joint locks and all that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that plays a role, but yeah, just the like you know, having the uh you know, going in, especially wrestling, you, you go in with your head, you push with your head to the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you get the little, uh, little ringers in the neck. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, like then all the, is. you know, you, you, you fall down, you get a knee on your face or whatever, something. You, oh, yeah, you do a, a weird movement on the ground. Like uh, you, you try to scramble, but you go the wrong way and then you you twist your knee in a weird uh, way. Yeah. I, like, I, I kickboxing, ripped. I don't have that. No. <laughs> you
0: just gotta watch out for concussions. That's yeah, man. Yeah. That,
2: that's the that's that's the danger.
0: I wanted to talk to you about that because you've had a few um, like sh- scary ones for for in your duration of training. No, I remember there was one that yeah, the symptoms were stuck with you for a while.
2: Yeah, but uh, even even till today, like I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, uh, hmm. cause yeah, that's the thing. I, I never got uh, never got knocked out. I never got rocked. I never got dropped. Like nothing. Wow. And in all my fights, I never got hurt. Like I, I come out of my fights usually like uh, clean, like uh, nothing, uh, nothing happening to me. And then, um, but yeah, the few times that I, I've received like some damage was in training, and in sparring. And uh, yeah, until today, I don't know, I don't know really what it is. Like uh, it's just let's say I, I spar as usual, and then I would, I would receive a. Uh, a bigger punch than usual but those punches like they're nothing crazy like I used to eat those punches uh, when I first started and it was nothing like, like mm. peanuts yeah. but then let's say I do a sparring session and I receive a a bigger hit like maybe with someone heavier and then then everything is fine like I keep training but then it's either the the night of or the next day whatever I'm, I'm like I start having a headache mm. and then what, what really um, scared me was I started feeling like dizzy like, th- throughout the day, like, nothing, like, I, I wouldn't lose balance or anything, but ju- it's just a subtle feeling that, uh, as if I'm, like, on a boat or okay. something, but that feeling would stay with me all day long, uh. and then uh, then it stayed, like, it, it, the, the last year, uh, that was my worst, like, it stayed, like, for three months or something like that, mm. and that was scary, but till this day, I don't know, it, like, is it is it a, con- a concussion, uh, is it, because I started also, after that, I started feeling uh, anxious, mm. more anxious. And I don't know, because if you get the brain damage, it can create anxiety. Mm-hmm. But also anxiety can create the same symptoms that I had, like headaches and dizziness and stuff like that. Mm. So it's a weird mix. Until till today, I'm not sure really what it is, like what came first or yeah. is it a bit of both or is it just one or two? Because for sure... And uh, since that happened, like I've been feeling more anxiety than ever before. Okay. That's
1: interesting. I never thought, because I I had some recent anxiety in my life and I I had Mm -hmm. vertigo. I had okay. clear vertigo. I was like feeling sick, and, okay. I, and I, I it was obvious that they were connected. And sometimes, yeah. even like last week, I got a little anxious about something, and I start feeling stuff moving, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like, it I really is connected. <laughs>
0: okay, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, but I never thought it was connected to to getting knocked because I I mean I'm like I said I I don't fight, but I've gotten knocked, man. Really? I fell on the trampoline super hard. I got hit by a car oh my once. God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> One time I was in India and I fucking rode a bus for 6 hours and it was so bumpy that I would hit my head on the fucking ceiling sometimes like Very twice Brain damage. Yeah, sure. dude. I was I had head I felt so sick for a week's after that bus oh ride. Oh my god. And I mm. I did like a protocol to kind of like mm-hmm. recover from concussion. Yeah. To see if I had a concussion and it helped. And I'm like, "Oh shit, maybe I have a concussion." Yeah. <laughs> and and then eventually like sometimes i still do that and i don't know that being like you know not like not watching or reading something new mm-hmm. and just like taking it easy not like days off from work like just just taking like like it's you take supplements like, or stuff like that no not anymore nothing mm. uh nothing special right now actually like it's funny i used to have like a pharmacy and now i take nothing i take like vitamin d uh yeah you don't need
2: that much stuff but i heard there's a bunch of supplements that can help for concussion and brain damage is
0: it the cordyceps mushrooms there or yeah,
2: they're uh, Lion's Mane. Yeah, Lion's Mane. Lion's Mane, that it. helps. Yeah, yeah I really? take some. I heard about that. Yeah, cool. yeah. Lion's Mane mushrooms help for that. Uh, I take fish oil. Turmeric helps for the uh, inflammation. inflammation. Oh, yeah. That's always in my diet. Um, <laughs> what else? I don't know. I took a bunch of everything I could find out that, that could help. I was taking it. That's funny. Yeah.
1: I, I had one bad experience with supplements. And it's so funny because it was Centrum. Of mm. all the… Centrum? Oh, the, the multivitamin, the, no? Yeah. <laughs> of all the yeah, they, weird shit I bought online and yeah. just put into my body, the fucking most legit one ever. But it was the gummies. Mm. It was the fucking gummies. My brother just like swears by them, and he and I just start buying some extra. Like he, I'm like, buy me some too, and I'll take those, so I don't have to think about it, you know. And dude, I got so tired. It was like I, it was like a, a sugar crash from mm. the gummies. Yeah, mm. but I, there's not a lot of sugar in them. It's a gummy. It tastes good, you know. There must be some something in there to make it more palatable.
0: But so you had a negative effect though.
1: Yeah, really yeah. like, like I took a couple and I felt weird and it was building up and building up. And one day I, I just like slept for four hours in the middle of the day. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't take it. And then I was just like, I think it's the, the supplement. I think it's the centrum and yeah. I stopped taking them. I feel amazing. The next day, just hmm. boom.
0: The problem with those multivitamins, is they load it with like every possible vitamin you can think of. Yeah. But sometimes the, like you're, you already have X vitamin and you're, you don't need extra of it. And it's, like, oh. it's just like a giant generalization. It's like, fuck, like, this will work for
2: some. I guess it won't work for everyone. That's
0: a good point. You, That's a good point. Yeah, you look a at it, there's like 8,000% of
2: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of this, like, <laughs> and especially, I think, Centrum, it's not uh, from a natural source, the vitamins. Mm. They're uh, oh. how do they, uh, artificial vitamins, I guess. But also, yeah, it's tricky with multivitamins because they say also, uh, like, it comes with a bunch of vitamins. Uh, altogether but let's say what well, if you eat a food mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what example I could give but whatever let's say you have some uh, uh, vitamin a in that food in your body um, how could I explain uh, you know they say let's say to 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 get a certain amount of vitamin Sometimes it, it it takes some other vitamins in your body. Oh sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like um
1: like some things counteract but other things actually need each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Uh, what is it? Like uh, Oh, I can't remember. I don't have an example either. Like magnesium helps you take in calcium. Something mm. like that. Like, like that's one example. Yeah, so stuff
2: so like that. So when you take like a bunch of of vitamins together, they they interact with each other. It's they one vitamin will uh with will impede the mm. the absorption of another one and stuff like that so maybe you're getting more of a certain vitamin but you're depleting yourself of other vitamins cuz yeah. yeah shit like
1: sugar too like we need sugar but apparently if you have too much it it, it starts taking it like it 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 demineralizes you somehow like either like it, it creates an acidity in mm. in your blood and then your body's always matching the the pH so it starts taking minerals mm. from your bones like yeah. that's just a gross example but like yeah. you know you you could you could just not need like, you know what's weird too like you might like take something like vitamin D or or magnesium or calcium or whatever and your body's going to use it in a bunch of ways and it'll turn something into a bunch of other stuff like you, it's so hard to understand all this crazy shit yeah. you go on like <laughs> Joe Rogan and you listen to Rhonda Patrick talking yeah, and and your head is spinning, and you're like, oh my god, and then she's like, oh this contingency and that contingency and this contingency, and you're like, oh no. And that's yeah. why
0: the things like Centrum are just they're just it's like a hit or a miss a for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it's like here, try
1: all this <laughs> shit, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I've tried so many random things. I've tried nootropics. I've tried, I've tried just trying to get everything from your diet, and
0: I don't know what We've works. You've done and- the on it pack. I remember that you bought that like, you was bought like this amazing. fucking box from Onit. It was like what, $2.70 hum- or something like total that. Human? <laughs> yeah, total human. Yeah, dude, it was fucking expensive because <laughs> it was in okay.
1: American. Yeah. I thought I was getting a good deal because it was like Boxing Day and shit. <laughs> but honestly, I was so depressed that month. I was like ready to try anything and that helped mm-hmm. me a lot. It okay. fucking helped me a lot, man. It was an
0: intent. Yeah, like a pack in the morning and a night. It was like take this. In the yeah, morning, it was take
1: like it was like twelve <laughs> pills in a pack. Like you rip it in half, and you uh, have like a morning and a night. Okay, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. Do you know on it and like yeah, uh, yeah. So they have a bunch of shit, right? Mm-hmm. They have uh, they have like a mushroom thing for your gut bacteria. They have yeah. a, they have a codfish oil thing. They have Alpha Brain, which is a nootropic, but it's also like good for your brain in other ways. They just put everything in a fucking pack, mm. and then they put all the more or less the same, but a little bit different in the night pack. And then they they give you like 30 of them or 31 or something. like So I just had this fucking box. I still have it now. I use it as like a weed box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you did you feel something uh, from yeah, it? Big yeah, time, big time. Yeah. Like it, My mood was so bad that it was such a shift that it okay. was obvious to me.
0: Micronutrients, man. I don't know.
2: I but sometimes you don't know if these stuff are placebo. Hmm. That's it. I don't... Cause I, yeah, I have
1: no idea. There's no way to know. Because, like,
2: yeah, same. Let's say I use. Sometimes I take more supplements than than others, but I don't feel any better when I take a lot of supplements than when I don't take any at all. So I'm sure the most important thing is the diet. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, sometimes like let's say sometimes I get so excited like I do a research on a new supplement. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is gonna change my life, and then you go on Amazon, you read the reviews. And you see people, like, they say, they say, oh, I have... And then they say, like, their condition, their their health condition, they're like, yeah, I've been suffering from this for that amount of years. Nothing has helped me more than this specific supplement, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, man, this should really work. And then I try it, and, like, I don't feel any, any different. I'm sure people, like, they get... Like, the placebo is working for them, or... It's
1: a huge thing, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I... Um... I don't know, like for sure, putting in that um, investment, that amount of money and being so desperate, I, I was just an easy yeah, yeah. way to feel better <laughs> yeah. and it helped so much that I'm just grateful and I, yeah. I, I think I even said it, like I don't care if it's placebo,
0: yeah, I'm just, that. I'm leaning yeah. into this and it's, and it helped, it saved me. I wonder though, because it is, if it is placebo and it still works, then that has some value. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? Well, it, it takes away some
1: value because you want to be able to hack that yourself. But here's, here's the, the nocebo thing is, is interesting also because I had, when I started getting vertigo, I went to the doctor and I did a blood test hmm. and he, he says, your blood is fucking perfect. And I'm like, what do you, what did you just say to me? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, dude, your, everything's normal and your vitamin D is higher than it should be. Cause oh, I, mm-hmm. I, t- like, I still, I take vitamin D supplements yeah. during the winter and, and he's like, there's nothing
2: wrong with you. you and then you no started p- feeling good again.
1: <laughs> no, that's the problem. Like I, I just realized that it was psychological.
2: OK, it's still
1: mm. real. It still hurts. It's still fucking with my day. It's just not my nutrition. He told mm. me, like, dude, you don't have celiac. You don't have any kind of gluten mm. intolerance. Your gut bacteria is good. Like whatever he could tell from a full blood work. Uh, you know, again, Dr. Ron De Patrick will tell you that's a snapshot. That's a picture of a moment in a day. Mm. So it may or may not be, you know, mm. but he's, he's a good doctor. You know, he's the kind of guy he's so relaxed. And he, I just say like, yo, it, this is fucking with me. And he goes, stop doing that. Okay, he's just like <laughs> he's like. Let's see what happens. Like he's yeah. he's on the adventure with you. He's not telling you how to live, you yeah. know. So when nice. I told him I had vertigo, he's like, ah, it's gonna go away in a couple of days. Don't yeah. worry. Like I've seen vertigo left and right, you know. Like you just see what happens. Yeah, there's so many reasons that could be happening, and I I'm just correlating it with my anxiety. I don't fucking know what's going on. Yeah,
2: but oh, yes,
1: there's
0: so many variables, man.
2: And yeah. like yeah, the, I've been the, on the, the same the big journey.
1: Variable is the fucking testadura, yeah. bro? The fucking this <laughs> stupid hard head. Yeah, I, it's true. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna. I, I feel a rant coming on. I'm gonna <laughs>
2: stop myself. <song. laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Like I've been feeling the same thing, like uh, with the anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Like you don't know. Is it coming from the brain? And now they say you know we, you have the gut brain. Uh, uh, we'll axis see. or whatever like a, a gut biome yeah yeah full so yeah your gut yeah. could be affecting your anxiety mm-hmm. uh and who knows like i heard peanut butter is like terrible
1: for your gut bacteria really yeah. i yeah. eat peanut butter every day me too man <laughs> i fucking love that yeah. shit and Apparently i'm like it's bro it's the worst for your gut bacteria
0: I don't know. oh
1: but yeah it must yeah. depend on the person as well hmm. I don't what about the
2: almond butter i so think it's
0: better yeah I think it's better better but uh, still wasn't it cashew butter is like the best I don't remember. It hmm. was some doctor. There's some, some, some. There's podcast some. Somewhere. Yeah. There's some <laughs> chemical in the peanut butter that's toxic, and it's it's like what the gut bacteria, like the bad one, thrives off of. Something like that. you have to check it out. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, we we put a disclaimer. Google that shit and correct us. <laughs> yeah, that. we don't fucking. Know. <laughs> We're not doctors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm
1: curious. Do you f- ever feel? Like there's a clear reason why you have an anxiety, like a moment of anxiety. Is there? Is there something in your life worth being anxious? I mean, you're a no. fighter. Like that. That could be exciting, but you're used to it. You know. Like what
2: is? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's the thing. Like when it happened last year, uh, those three months or whatever, man, it was like the worst, uh, the worst mental uh, place that I was in uh, of all my life, oh, wow. mentally. And yeah, I've been like competing and like you know when you get ready for a fight and you go and and you fight it's it's something stressful that could make you anxious or whatever but big mind game yeah yeah but i never felt the same anxiety that i that i felt in those 3 months it was it was uh, like fighting was nothing compared to what i what i was feeling mm, that's crazy and the thing was <laughs> yeah the thing was that uh it was nothing uh you know, let's say some people get anxious because they think of oh, what they have to do tomorrow or, uh, like, a problem they have in their life or whatever. But sometimes I wasn't thinking about anything, and just I would anxious. just feel, like, that crazy, like, anxiety. I'm like, man, like, what's happening? Mm. Uh, was it to the
1: point of panic attacks?
2: At one point, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, at one point. Mm. Uh, and again, like, because until that that point in my life, uh, never, I didn't know what anxiety was because I never really... Uh, like noticed it in my body. Yeah. So hmm. I start feeling it and yeah, I would get close to panic attacks. But at first I didn't know. I'm like, man, was that a heart attack or whatever? That's how you know it. You're like, I think I need to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but you're,
1: you're fine. You're just, you're like, <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and it uh, just makes it worse. <laughs>
1: it's just, now you have something to be anxious about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But one yeah. thing
2: that it made me realize it was, was that, uh, I, I d- during those three months, since it was so intense, like the anxiety, I started, I I realized that I actually had some all my life, Uh, but just, it was like so, so uh, minimal that I I wasn't uh, noticing it. Cool. But now since I was feeling Mm. it that much, I'm like, man, I remember feeling that like uh, sometimes uh, when I was younger or whatever. And I think the main source of my anxiety is, uh, that's one thing I have since I'm a kid is I have a health anxiety. Like a hypochondriac, sure. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that for sure. Hmm. Like as soon as I have like some small symptoms or whatever, like I I start to panic. I'm like, man, is it cancer or whatever? <laughs> so I have that yeah. since I'm a kid. That sucks. And so I yeah. think that's why I, I don't know really if if I had a concussion. Like maybe, yeah, like I received some some hit or whatever. So maybe it affected me. But yes. then I don't know how much just my, my health anxiety problem like yeah. uh, made it worse.
0: Maybe, huh? Fuck. Uh, do you still get those symptoms of uh, anxiety of that that feeling?
2: Yeah, it's for sure. It's not as intense uh, okay. um, as it was last year, but yeah, it, it comes and goes. Okay. Did you do anything to to cope with it psychologically or or biologically?
1: Like, did you did you change your diet or something? Did anything? Yeah,
2: I started eating. I I I tried to eat better for sure. Uh, last year I was meditating a lot too, and that mm. really really helped. Uh, I should go back to it because. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was one of the best things uh, for the mind. Meditation,
0: um, man. Motherfucking meditation. I love, how yeah, man. I
2: love how we're all
1: in the same boat, though. Like <laughs> No one sticks to it. Yeah. We're like, it's so yeah. good for you. It's
0: so awesome.
1: Yo, I haven't done it in five months, yeah. but I can't well, wait to start again. I, like,
0: I, medita- I meditated
2: twice since the 10-day Vipassana. You know, <laughs> you
0: know, that was in November. So it's, No, last year yeah. again.
2: Yeah. I don't like saying uh, what I used to do and I don't do anymore, but last year hmm. I was such on the... Uh, on a, on a good start, like, uh, yeah, 2019, the first few months, I was meditating every morning. Like, it was part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I would wake up and I started small. Like, I started... The first few times, it was three minutes. Nice. I was meditating, and that was enough. Then I went to five, then 10. Then I tried some 15. But usually, every morning, it was around 10 minutes. Nice. And just that 10 minutes, like, it, it was, like, clearing up my mind for the rest of the day. And also, because I have a... I mean I'm sure we all have that but uh, I really associate it as like it's a real addiction just like uh, any other addiction I think I have an addiction to thoughts That's, and uh, yeah man yeah like That's I'm cool always it, yeah. I'm always talking uh, in my head like it's a real it's a addiction you're addicted to your your thinking patterns yeah yeah, mm. yeah. and sometimes I feel uh, I feel uh Imprisoned by it, like uh, I'm like man, like I just want to focus on the present, like whatever. But I'm brrr, like uh, you can't catch your breath. Yeah, the, like, exactly, like, tsk, and tsk, tsk, tsk. it's annoying. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I call it like a domino,
1: like a, yeah, like you know, like you like one thought happens and then like ten thoughts come yeah. out like yeah. a machine. Yeah. And you're like, whoa.
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. Or it's uh, like a, it's like a monkey. Yeah. The monkey mind. So you found yeah. with uh, meditation,
0: you were able to organize that a little bit better.
2: Yeah, so yeah, yeah well, it really it organizes me. itself sort of yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it's and like dropping oil in water It just kind of starts to just separate into this thing where you can observe yeah. it easier.
1: You know how I see you know? it? It's like it's like uh, you give it space like you're like your, your brain like you make your mind like this and it's the same amount of energy. It's like imagine you're steaming water and it gets like you could make a bomb with steam mm. just with steam. Yeah. But then you just give it space, and now there's just a little fucking vapor in the middle of this big ass room. It's yes, the same it's thing happening, but it's just going to lose its energy and dissipate in this bigger space. Mm. And mm. I, I'm sure you notice it as well. You even kind of said it, like you like you give yourself a chance to kind of run through the thoughts. Yeah, and they, and they don't continue because you you have that space. You just notice it. Called. You
2: notice it, but you don't you don't stay attached to it. Yeah, yeah. you don't add to it. Yeah, you yeah, don't you don't entertain it. Yeah, it's
1: it's so big. It's like how do you put it? Oh, I was going to say something really good, and I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking drugs. (laughs) Meditation, (coughs) monkey mind. Organizing your mind. Organizing your mind. Oh, yeah, I remember now. So I love meditating, like, minimum. I prefer, I don't do it, but I'd Mm. like to do, like, 20 minutes. But Mm. let's say, even if it's 5 minutes, 10 minutes, that's what I've been doing lately. I just started again. And what I do is, like, a little bit in the morning and a little bit at night. Mm. And I find in the morning I, if it's the first thing you do, it kind of like sets a precedent for the rest of yeah, the day. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And it's so much easier to get centered when you yeah. when you just woke up. And at night, you can't help but feel everything you went through in the day. And and it's like almost like I it's like I, I sit to meditate and I almost wake up and start going through my day again. Mm. But like everything mm. I thought of, everything I felt starts going again. And and it's messy sometimes. I, you don't even finish the day. If you, like, went on fucking Facebook or YouTube or you
2: worked or something. Oh, it's like, a nice way to, to, to finish the day, you you say? Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Some people, I think more practiced meditators or maybe people who just practice this technique specifically, they actually review their day at night. Okay. And it's, like, not necessarily meditation, but you sit there yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You're, and you, you kind of process the day and your memory is better because you looked like mm. you just practiced your memory and like your dreaming must be affected and different and your sleep must be a better quality because you're not holding on to all this shit. Like, yeah, I think I even heard of this uh, in uh, in the Jewish religion. I'm like pointing at you. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't Jewish. know. Yeah. <laughs> Jew, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um, apparently they I don't know if they, they journal or something, but like I heard uh, someone told me about this once. There's so many rules and shit like not everyone follows every everything in any religion but apparently yeah. it's like part of the part of a part of the culture and Did, you i don't
0: know uh, i'd have to ask my girlfriend she's more jewy than i am
1: more more <laughs> jewy but like <laughs> yeah there's a lot of journaling uh lore out there and 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 studies and stuff like it's good for it's good gratitude journal uh, like mm. reviewing just uh processing information you're, stream of consciousness
0: you're giving me good ideas because i never thought about journaling at night Dude. and i feel like that would be such a valuable way to not only orga- organize your thoughts, but to work through stresses that, that yeah. you maybe you weren't aware of that you just slept on yeah. and that they're just stored in there and then eventually that bubble grows and grows and grows. But if you went, like you wrote down like whatever's on your mind from that night from the day and mm-hmm. then maybe you'll notice something you wrote was a trigger that would have f- affected you the next day, but you, re- you recognized it that night. And it, that's a form of meditation. It's just you're observing yeah. your thoughts on paper.
1: And you can, it's mindfulness. You know? Like you can only be, tomorrow can only be better af- after doing that. Mm. Yeah. For sure. You're like, oh, these
2: are all the fuck ups I did. And like, Cause hopefully yeah.
1: you have a, you know, you let it go there. Yeah, exactly.
2: Writing it down is kind of a letting go. That's a good, yeah.
1: Yeah. In itself, you're just like, oh. It's kind of like when I was talking about talking to myself.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah.
1: None of this is on the podcast, so people are a little lost probably. But we had like a nice long <laughs> conversation yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a way of letting it go. Yeah. I just hear it. Because inside, it's a fucking tornado. Yeah, that's I it. say shit. Yeah. And I go, oh, I didn't even realize I was thinking of that yeah. or thinking of it that way. Mm. And then it just kind of clicks a little better. And I go, oh, shit.
0: What surprises me yeah. is how little control we have over our minds. And, like, it's a fucking tool that none of us know how to use. <laughs> it's a tool, man. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a survival tool. And we, yeah, we, we have all these things from survival of adaptations of, of thinking of threats and how to avoid threats and thinking yeah. of remembering that threat so you don't do it. Like, it's a very smart database, but now we're here in a safe environment mm-hmm. and that fucking thing is just going
2: like this. But that's it. But Because, yeah, the, the mind, Oops. I'm sure, like, your, your thoughts and everything, your mind was, was created uh, to help you survive. Like, it was made like, oh, how can I stay away from those uh, predators and how can I... I build a, like a place that is safe or whatever. Or, or don't eat
0: those fucking mushrooms because
2: Johnny died last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> not <know>? Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was it was made for for survival, like, a, yeah. and you didn't have time to overthink about other stuff. It was just like, oh, what what I need to do now to survive and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that we got the survival out of the equation because everything is so like safe now and stuff, now we have that that survival tool that is. Uh, you don't need to use for survival so it's just there freaking out and then you have to enter, <laughs> yeah you have to entertain it it's giving you anxiety <laughs> yeah literally yeah and think about it That those <coughs> systems
0: operate off of sounds in the bushes sounds there mm. something behind you and then we're going around in a city for example I don't know if you if you ever noticed this but if you go up north mm. and it's just aut- automatically there's like this sense of calmness yeah 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 and I think noticing because I went to Vipassana when I got there it's Vipassana it's a 10 day uh, meditation oh, retreat okay yeah it's silent meditation we spoke about it so many times in the podcast we're probably gonna get yelled at <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's 10 Fuck days you, a, <laughs> you love it yeah. it's 10 days in silence and you okay. meditate like 10 hours a day and it's mm. just all about observing your thoughts uh, observing th- deeper than thoughts so just observing yeah. You know? yeah but when you're there like you're automatic as soon as you get there you're in the country it's like cu- it's calmness mm-hmm. and then i remember driving back into the city after 10 days you're so open. Yeah, you get anxious yeah, I felt, I don't know how to describe better than I felt like a sound wave hit me as soon as I got onto like the 15 Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm like, shit, that's always there. We're just tuned that out because we're used to it. But mm-hmm. all those systems of survival are being, you hear a car honk, you panic for that split second. That system is going inside. Yeah. 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 You're going a little bit anxious and it builds and it builds and it yeah. builds.
1: And there's all these manifestations of those anxieties like that, mm. the, um, like you're you're soothing yourself you know you're you're twitchy you're moving your leg it's, it's, just, it's yeah, comforting yeah that's it you some yeah. Way. You know, you're a
0: canvas of just twitchy of uh, of tension yeah you know
2: yeah. like when are you really like relaxed like all your muscles are loose and everything yeah. like never yeah, you like hear a noise
0: you pat your shoulders go up yeah. you panic a that lot that of could people. could have been a fucking honk
2: yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm doing it right now and i don't even notice yeah know? yeah like, yeah sometimes i'm just chilling uh, at night in front of the tv <laughs> like I'm supposed to be relaxed, but then I notice I'm like, man, my leg is like tensed up and stuff, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I have to consciously like relax mm. my muscles. Yeah. Or your jaw. My jaw is a big one for me. Like
1: even when I'm mm. sleeping, like when you're supposed to be relaxed, mm. that's why fucking shavasana is so hard. Like we we've, we've said it a hundred times. Also, like you're awake, you're conscious, but you're shutting down your body. You're mm. letting you're letting gravity do everything, and just and you're just melting into the fucking yeah. I mean it, it it means death, like a dead corpse pose, it's right? Corpse you're pose. supposed to be It's, the last, to <laughs> it's the last <laughs> pose yeah, of yeah, yoga. the last pose of yoga where you just lie in yeah, your yeah, back. Yeah. And it's fucking hard. Yeah. And that speaks volumes. That that Sums up everything we're talking. They about. They always mm-hmm. say
0: that it's the hardest pose, yeah. and I'm just catching myself now thinking because I still I do a lot of yoga, but I notice when it's Shavasana, I just get up and leave. Like I, I usually I fuck used, you, bro. Are you know, serious? I used to stay there for like 30 minutes. No, man. But I don't. I was doing it unconsciously. I'm just like, okay, I got my practice in. You son of a. That's but the I'm most really, important. part. Of the No, no, but I the, know, man. I know. It's the recovery. I know, and it's I. The, it's I, the I just realized because I have internal nervous tension that I'm not dealing with.
1: I guess so yeah and you that's can't you can't because sit there's there. no reason to I literally I just get
0: impatient I'm like fuck I never used to be this way so there's something that's un, that's buried in that I got to pull out again that's how do you deal with that because you harness that to fight hmm. so like how do you
2: like what space uh, that out
0: like there, the, there, you need tension to be a fighter yeah. you need to have that that yeah. animal instinct of just snap and go maybe mm-hmm.
1: I'm wrong I don't know like I was just listening to a podcast and it's the, the yoga guy on JRE and, and they're mm. talking about how the best fighters especially in jiu so maybe it doesn't relate but you have like the calmer you are the more oh, you're gonna yeah. win
2: yeah 100% no you you gotta be super relaxed and you gotta be calm um, yeah you see the, the the best fighters in the world they're, they're the most calm and yeah and you see, face. all, yeah, poker face for sure. But all all their muscles, you see, everything is loose, yeah. and it's only at the right moment that you see the uh, the tense they tense up the muscles, and it's also it's channeled. Yeah, and when you when you throw a combination, like it's uh, not all your muscles being tense and and uh, and engaged in the same time. Like it's just the the right muscles at the right time being uh, activated, yeah. and then all the rest relaxes. And then when you're done uh, punching everything relaxes and uh, so it's uh you, you need both like it's not because uh, you do one uh like a violent sport or whatever and uh and it's uh uh, uh extreme whatever yeah. yeah like it's not all 100 percent like uh uh intense like uh, you you relax you you burst you relax you burst it's gears yeah it's like like it's you're not in fucking sixth
1: all the time no, when you're driving no, no. it doesn't that's make why, sense <laughs> that's why i think
0: meditation and that whole culture and samurai culture and, and in martial arts meditation and the fighting are so neatly packed together you know it's like you, you need to have the the yin and the yang the balance because if you're too much on the yang, too aggressive, you won't you won't be the best fighter. You won't no. you won't survive. Your body will break down. Yeah. And if you're too uh, relaxed, you're just gonna be a fucking yogi and, and mm-hmm. no fighting. So you have to find like those the, the battle between the two. Um, it, I just I just chuckled.
1: I like I scoffed because it wasn't a scoff, but I just yeah. laughed because you're describing every bad guy in every martial <laughs> arts movie is the one who's like, I'm the best. I, I challenge you. You know, like yeah, that These are archetypes. And then there's the dude in the <laughs> corner who's like, his eyes are closed and he's like, we don't need to fight. It's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But then he fucks him up, you know, it's like, but that's it's it. Literally, yeah, it's literally, yeah, but that's an archetypal
0: extreme. image. Like that's just used in movies, but th- there's a lot of meaning behind that, you know, and those are stories that have been told for fucking thousands of years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I kind of
1: feel like that that's harmful sometimes because it creates a separation. It's like the, the calm guy used to be like that at some point, Pro- maybe, probably there's some kids who are just born like, like super chilled out. And you're like, you're like yeah. weirded out by them. <laughs> you know, you're like, what's, why are you so enlightened? You're like seven, you know, <laughs> yeah. but there, there's like a period. I'm sure you went through it as well. You know, like you, you were, when you're learning to fight and you realize what your body can do and you, and you fucking lace somebody, you're like, Oh, I'm protected. Like, this is, I have like big, big ass knuckles and shit too, and like I, I have my 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 shins are really conditioned. When I used mm. to do taekwondo, I would just like lift my leg like Muay Thai style, mm-hmm. and they would just kick me, and I used to get in trouble. He's like, look, that's a good defense in real life, but can you stop? Because like that that yellow belt is just like this for like the next <laughs> twenty minutes. Like, ah,
0: what the fuck,
1: bro? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's like, it's like a cheminement, uh, like it's a natural uh, progression. It's yeah. a natural. Like, uh, it's, it's like some people just get stuck there. Some people could be 50, 60 years old and they're that asshole who thinks like, or yeah. maybe you, maybe that happens again. Maybe it comes in circles. Like that's the thing also. I, I think
0: work. if you <laughs> do it long enough, correctly enough, you get humbled. Like that's usually what you see. And if you don't get humbled, that's where you're going to be stuck in that egotistical type of uh, fighter or whatever you are. It's like, that's fair. You know, like that's fair. We all came in there in the beginning, maybe off the bat, just from watching sport or getting an idol, off the bat came in humble. But there's a lot of times, and me included, when I first started Jiu-Jitsu, I was like this. I understood like getting my ass kicked, but I never felt it. And then, like I remember, it was a, it was a six months in. It was like it was a tough thing to deal with, getting tapped daily and just like mm-hmm. constantly getting my ass kicked by guys half my size and whatever. And then if you want to last in that sport you got to yeah, give up on it. You got to be, yeah. <laughs> you got to be like, you know what, fuck, I suck. And then you build from there and then you I suck start, but that's okay. Yeah, you start saying yeah. I <laughs> suck, but how can I get better? And you start asking the right questions, mm-hmm. you know? But I guess some people just get stuck in that in that that beginning process and never get out of it. But know? I
2: wonder how they get better then. Maybe
0: they don't. They don't. Yeah. That's why they lose in the movies. <laughs> you know, yeah, you no, that's you it. You see fighters there with like terrible scores or terrible uh, records and they just yeah, keep yeah, fighting yeah. and they, they, they never really improve. Yeah. It. I've seen fighters like that. It's just, maybe they're just so hard-headed that you can't teach them anything. new, Or maybe they're, they're in the wrong environment. I don't know.
1: Mm. Or they just didn't get humbled at, at the right time. Yeah. Or But like you said it perfectly. Like, you, if you keep at it, you must get humbled eventually. There's always somebody better or you make a mistake because you're feeling cocky and then... You know, next yeah. thing you know, you're on the floor, and you're thinking about your decisions. You <laughs> in see life. It, you see it at <laughs> the <laughs>
0: highest levels. You, him McGregor, when he fought, uh, mm. Khabib. yeah, like after that fight, he was humbled. He had to have been humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, th- whatever he says now, it's fine. Like he's talking shit, but it less, clearly, though. yeah, less now. Really? I'm just, yeah. I'm just no, making it up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't talk shit his last fight. He was very respectful. Actually, it was pretty cool. Cool. But I think he, there's two things that can happen. You can lose, and it can ruin your entire career. Mm-hmm. Or it can lose and say, "What the fuck did I go? Where did I go wrong?" Yeah. It didn't really look inwards, mm-hmm. and that's that's where the the saying "win or learn" comes from. Yeah, you know. So I think judge, I don't know yet on Connor, but from the looks of it, it looks like he's learned a lot from
2: from that loss. We'll have to see. Yeah, but mm-hmm. even against uh, Cerrone, like he wasn't. Uh, you know, he wasn't the the same way for his uh, promo and stuff. He wasn't doing the same shit that he was doing before. Yeah, like he wasn't talking different. that much shit. Or yeah, yeah. He Wait, really more McGregor respect. Fought Cowboy. Yeah, it's just how.
0: Yeah, I would love to see that. It's a quick well, fight. There's man. not much to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 40 second fight. No. <laughs> yeah. He he uh, he pummeled him. Unfortunately. Who pummeled who? Connor pummeled Cowboy. Whoa. Just, just dominated him. Whoa. Yeah. Shoulder okay. strikes. KO by
1: shoulder strikes. Shoulder. I don't know enough about <laughs> this world, man. He invented a new move, but I want to say <laughs> <much>. <laughs> He punched him with his fucking collarbone. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That was a tough yeah. one.
0: <laughs> it's called the. It's called the Connor. Yeah. <laughs> but he Connored him in the fucking nose. It's amazing to see it at all levels that your ego can get over you and, mm-hmm. and control you for that moment, and then just smash the ego down. You lose, and you got to start right back from scratch. Yeah. At the highest possible levels, it still happens. You know. We're all guilty of it. That kind
1: of comforts me. I don't know. What like that? Even the best
0: are human. Or yeah, human? yeah. It's but Anderson yeah. You, Silva too. You remember versus, um,
2: uh, Weidman. Weidman. He yeah. was
0: taunting him more than any fight I've ever seen. Just I think he's just like I'm the fucking best. Fuck this. And he just taunting, 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 and he got caught taunting, and he got KO'd. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's just that's the poetry of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you can be that good, but if there's
2: you, always gonna be one guy. Uh, one day that will be better than you, mm. yeah. If you're doing things right, it sounds like you're gonna find that better guy and you're, yeah, you're get your ass <laughs> kicked. Yeah, if you're if you're putting yourself out there, competing, accepting all the challenges, one day you'll lose like for sure. And it's not like boxing. Boxing sometimes there's a lot of fighters that are undefeated, but I think in boxing they they uh, they build you up. Like uh, your first few fights, they give you easy fights against uh, uh, guys I that are not that. that good just to build your record up. And then yeah then yeah good boxers they can get their record like pretty good uh, undefeated I find they don't have that in MMA no, in MMA, no, in kickboxing, it's, it's not no kickboxing, like that. You yeah. you go right, like especially if Into you if you sign to UFC or to Glory, yeah. boom, you're against the best fighters in the world, and uh, they they don't give you easy <laughs> matchups. Like uh, there's no warm up fights. No, <laughs> and, you know they can give you a matchup
0: that you might do well in, but they're even yeah, doing yeah, well yeah. against that person is fucking that guy is elite. Yeah. In boxing, you can fight like a Joe Blow for the first fifteen fights, I and never then thought of it like
1: it's it's like a marketing thing. It's Yeah. Like a, and that, that might work in the favor or the detriment of the actual <clears throat> fighter, because when you're like, you know, blah, blah, and oh, you're, you're like, there's confidence in mm-hmm. it. So that, that might push you to keep going if you didn't want to, or it might make you think you're king shit when you're not, Yeah, you know, like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then you need to be tested, you know, and. I guess in boxing they do get away with it because it's it, they fluff you up and maybe the confidence overrides. But in MMA, it's you get tested day one. But why why don't they do it in MMA? Why do they do it differently? I
2: don't know. I don't know. Not sure. I think it's just a it's brutal just sport. the sport. Yeah, it's just the way you do it. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> brutal you know, sport. let's see if you're
1: the next fucking whoever is famous, you know, like, yeah. and they just throw you to the wolves. And if you Pretty come much. out, you're like, you're like, you know, you got scars, and you're like, I did it. Yeah, They're like, yeah. okay, maybe let's throw, let's give this guy some money. I guess it's just trial by fire. I don't know, I, I keep, this whole conversation, this whole like tangent that we're on, it, it, I keep thinking of this quote from uh, Bruce Lee, and I can't remember it exactly, but he, he kind of warns people about plateaus. You know? It's like there's this danger, like a plateau, it's fake. It's comfortable, it's flat. You, you made it. You climb, you climb, mm. you climb, and you get to this spot now. It's a lie. Hmm. Keep fucking climbing, mm-hmm. even if you can't see where the next mountain is. Just start walking. Like just, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's yeah. like he was so aware of that, and he was a cocky motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was like a showman, you know. Like I don't know, I don't know McGregor. Like there's 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 some people out there who it's a half and half. Like they're they're very confident, but they're they're being a showman. But there's some people who are just cocky. They're just like they're, they're uh, maybe even a little insecure. So mm. they're like, I'm the best. Fuck you. I'm going to fuck you up. Fuck, fuck. You know, like yeah, like uh, Mike Tyson talks about it now, in, in like about his glory years. And he's like, I was fucking like, he'll, he'll say one fight where he was like not talking shit. And he was like, he just shut up. And he's like, I, I knew I was king shit. As soon as I got out there, I was going to win. That's mm. how I thought. And then every time he looks back on the moments when he was fucking talking shit, he's like, I was scared in that moment. I was wow. actually afraid in that moment. I was vulnerable in that moment, and I was I was biting back because I felt like I was being attacked. That's cool to hear from uh, from one of the best in the world. <laughs>
0: like,
2: yeah, man. no, he's super honest with uh, with his past. Yeah, like he I, doesn't hide anything. I'm amazed by mm. Tyson, man. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he's an incredible person. Like, forget like looking at his past, all the controversial shit that happened. Like, he was. Oh my god! If you go into the psychology behind him, you almost can't blame him for what he did. Like, mm-hmm. he was came from the most broken of homes. Yeah, I think he was like growing growing up in like a what was it like a a brothel almost, I think. I think his mom was sleeping uh, for money and mm-hmm. like he was hiding in between the walls and she was getting uh, having sex with people for cash. Like, I, none of us can imagine yeah, growing yeah, up yeah. in that. And then he meets this coach who whisper, who gets him the hypnotist, and they're whispering in his ear that he's a savage killer. You're mm-hmm. going to kill the world. You're going to be the best ever. <laughs> but whispering, they were met, they were literally hypnotizing him. You're the best ever. And then this coach dies, never teaches him how to turn off that animal inside, and then he's just into the world, you know? I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it so, was a guy's life. I'm so impressed that he's come around to this state in yeah. where he is right now, this humbled, like... Uh, I don't even know what to call him, like a spiritual warrior in a sense, because mm-hmm. he's like older, wiser, yeah, and he's complete psychedelics, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's what the fuck it is, because he talks about the toad. Yeah, Do yeah
2: you yeah. fuck
1: with psychedelics? Is that a thing? Is this something mm-hmm. you even want to talk about on camera? I, I don't, don't mind,
2: but uh, not, not, not really. It's not part of my uh, routine or anything. I did a few times uh, mushrooms, but not a not a crazy dose or anything, and. Uh, but at one point I was really into it, like doing some research and stuff, and uh, hmm. like uh, I'm kind of into it, but kind of not in the same time. Like uh, I find it super interesting and stuff, but I don't, I don't do it. Hmm. Yeah. Have you had value
0: from your mushroom chips? Mm,
2: the first time, first time I did, it was all weird, like. Uh, I don't remember how much we took, but it was less less than five grams. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah, time, yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, grams. it might have been two point five. I don't know. I was yeah. with a few friends. That's perfect. And uh, but then yeah, we took it, and we were supposed to all chill together at my friend's place. But then, um, like as as it was, yeah, it everyone was, went for a walk. Eh? No, <laughs> it was starting to kick in. And then we kind of all, uh, like, uh, separated. Like, w- uh, my friend got a phone call from his girlfriend. And instead of just not answering, because we're starting to, to to be tripping, the guy answered. And then he started, he went into his, like, mom's room. He closed the door. Mm-hmm. And then they started arguing and stuff. And I'm like, man. And then I started, like, really feeling it. <laughs> right. I'm like, man. And then I started really overthinking. I'm like, I'm like oh. And I got really emotional. I'm like, man. We were here to have a good time, like with my friends and have fun. But now he's there. He's like he's he's having a bad day and uh, whatever. And like uh, yeah. I felt really emotional. <laughs> yeah. And then I went into his room, my friend's room, and I laid on the uh, on on the bed. And then I started like I was really on the down. Like a, yeah. a, I was super like emotional, sure. and I was thinking about about that. And then then I started thinking about the uh, uh, the world. Hmm. And the, the main thing that I, that I remember is I was like, man, like, uh, uh like, I love uh, humanity. Like, uh, and I, like, uh, I felt like I understand, I understood like everyone. I'm like, man, like, uh, like all those people that are like bad guys or whatever, like the it's all because of their life experiences or whatever. I'm like, man, I love everyone. I want to save the world and stuff like that. I was really like that, but also like really down. Like, uh, I, I didn't want to move anymore.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like heavy.
2: Yeah, it's like there's there's a lot
1: of love in that mode, in in that mood, in that in that expression, but it's it's overpowering. You can't do much. You're, yeah, you're like, yeah, Ugh, yeah. Th- like it's like a, a almost like anxiety, like that feeling. Yeah, like a, something's pulling you down into your stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I yeah, I I,
2: fe- I felt that, and then I I think I stayed like on the bed like it's not moving for like two hours. <laughs> And my, but my friend too, <laughs> in the same time, he was arguing with his, with his girf- girlfriend for two hours. Oof. And then I had two other friends that were in the living room, <laughs> killing, <laughs> whatever. I'm yeah. bad tripping just yeah. hearing this yeah. story. Yeah. And I was thinking too, I'm like, man, he's like, is he arguing um, because of uh, whatever? But I'm like, it's like, it seemed really intense. So I'm like, does he know that he's tripping and that it's making it worse (laughs) or (laughs) anyways, after two hours, like he came out and then all my friends were like standing up and like, okay, let's go for a walk, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't, like I was still on the bed. I'm like, Oh, I don't want (laughs) to move. And then I finally, I got up and that's when I noticed like my, my mood changed. And uh, as soon as I started moving and, uh, you know, talking to my friends, then everything changed like that, that, that sad uh, mood, whatever, like, it, it went away. And then I was, like, energized. I was in a good mood. And mm. then it made me realize that really, like, uh, you know, what you feel, it, it's a lot, uh, you know, your your thoughts impact, uh, you know, your, your well-being. Like, 100%. It, you know, if you start thinking, like, bad thoughts or whatever and you go into that loop, it will bring you down. But as soon as you change, you know, your everything... Uh, it's great. Like it we were talking about you. it
1: before, like how our thoughts are feeding into our body. But like you were just saying, like you were lying down, you were like, you were like tense, and you were you were like yeah. shutting away. And as soon as you started moving, it changed. Yeah, your mood.
2: that's it. It's not. It's not. I. I couldn't. There was no way I was gonna think myself out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was just there. I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, blah blah blah. So it, it wasn't about about thinking myself out of it. It was about moving myself out of it, and then mm-hmm. the thoughts. Which uh, will follow, sort of. Will follow. I
0: yeah, t- I spoke about this in the in a previous podcast. It's like sometimes, like someone's in a depressed state, mm-hmm. they're gonna let's say wear all black or stay in a dark room, and then yeah. everything they eat shit food, and they're just in this it's cave. It's a feedback loop. Yeah, but then sometimes it's not about changing your mind. It's just like I said, it was reverse engineering. Do the thing. Change the environment, and then your mind will follow. Yeah, it's like yeah,
2: it's do the thing, and you'll have the power.
0: Yeah, so just by getting up, like you, your mind is somewhere else, but you're doing the thing, then your mind's like,
2: oh shit, let's go over here. Yeah, that's it. It's interesting. Or so, so many. Yeah, go ahead. No, no,
0: it's. Uh, I just, I think it's because it's, we're, we're sometimes we're a victim to our mental state, which makes our environment our victim, Mm -hmm. and then we're a victim to the environment and our mental state. So when you clear out the environment and change, change scenery, change something. Then the mind has like these new breath, new patterns of thinking. Yeah. And then you're in that positive environment. Maybe you're not positive just yet, but you're going to get there in a way faster time. It's like
1: the feng shui of your life. Mm. It's like it means something. It's not like, and a lot of people also, I'm I'm sure I'm repeating myself as well, but like uh, when we're feeling, that's why I asked you, like when we're feeling anxious or depressed or something, we feel like there has to be a really good reason. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you just need like, like eat eat a fucking fruit. Like yeah, (laughs) like you do some push-ups, like you'll be you'll you'll feel better. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, there's so much clear study now. It was there was some studies, but it was like correlative. But there's like there's like biological research now. It's like a hundred percent. Like you are less likely to be depressed you have less brain damage you have less 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 all this fucking bad shit just goes away if you fucking exercise regularly yeah and when we say exercise regularly what we're saying is move your human body yeah. that was made to move yeah. you stupid fucking yeah, just, <laughs> go, just go for a walk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just go it's, for a just walk just move movement yeah. we're meant to move when i was in my worst days man walks saved my fucking yeah yeah, life. yeah. yeah. walks just walks and that's when i found that forest near my house mm. i was dude i was gonna quit my life I don't know if that makes sense. Like, not suicide. I was thinking of that too at some points, but I was mm. like, I'm gonna become a monk. Like, okay. I'm gonna get the fuck out of Dodge, like hardcore. And I just, start, I went for a walk, just thinking, am I really gonna do this? And I end up on like an island near my house that's just like a forest, and it's fucking beautiful. Mm. And I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. This is like an escape, but I get to still live my life and mm-hmm. and and be part of what I've built instead of just like. You know, like aborting, fucking, like ejecting from my existence. Yeah, mm. and I, like that's just a happy accident. But I honestly, I feel like it was divine. Like I needed it so much in that moment, and I just because I needed it, I was like, I felt lost, and I, my feet just take me. And walking is nice, but walking in a forest, yeah, there's a lot man. of science on that too. Mm-hmm. Just the air is cleaner. The dude, I'm like, there's a highway right next to that place, and I'm, where where do you live? In I Montreal. Live in oh, okay, like if you go. Uh, the, the, the north shore of Laval, like right before the bridge and you go into Ros- Rosemare and everything. Mm-hmm. I live around there. And it, if you go near the 15 where there's this like new McDonald's and then there's like the, the, the highway going into Rosemare, there's there's a little side thing where there's like a driving range and a mini putt and stuff. And you can go up this road that's like not a road. It's called like Lisbon or something, I think. And it's like, it's not paved. Like it's some weird fucking side road. And there's crazy-ass potholes, so be careful <laughs> if you go there. But, like, you keep walking, and I don't, like, there's this bridge, and a bunch of, like, kids go there and smoke weed and shit, you mm. know, and, and there's, like, a little offshoot with a a camp, and there's, like, a docks, because it's the water, and you can get, like, these pedalos and shit and do whatever you want, and then p- everyone goes, like, uh, ice fishing there when it's okay. when it's cold enough. So well, it's like uh, Mont Royal uh, in Laval? It's, I mean, it's so small. It's like, uh, you can't compare it, you know, Mm. but, but it's, it's, there, there's all these weird little paths in Laval that I've discovered recently just walking. Mm. And this one, it's like a dead end because it's an island, but like you go on this path, apparently it's private property as well. So like, uh, you're you're not allowed to go there.
0: Fuck it. Yeah, no, dude, (laughs) everyone (laughs) goes there.
1: There were some people like, uh, what's it called when they're like measuring shit with the the weird tripod and Uh, stuff. Those engineers Uh, or something.
0: I don't know what mm -hmm. the fuck they're doing. I don't
1: know, but they were doing that. And I'm like, Hey is this private property? And they're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, but there's like a hundred people here just like coming and going. And, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> like theoretically the cops could just come and, and bust everybody. But like, they, it's like, I think they were just trying to build something on this Island and they couldn't cause islands are weird and mm-hmm. maybe there was like a problem. So there's like some paths, but nothing is like built, but there's some like, you know, when they, when they put structure like to make parks, like it, that is mm-hmm. at Mont Royal. Also they, they put like metal, they put like meshing or something, so it's mm. like rocks and and like trees, and they they plant stuff on purpose. Like it's like they started making something, but then they stopped. So then people just go there and they'll camp, they'll they'll make fires or something, or they'll Fuck I yeah. don't know. I hope I'm not like blowing a spot up, you know. But like, <laughs> yeah. I actually I, I would but hate they're for,
0: gonna they're gonna read it now. I sh-
1: I actually shouldn't have said any of this. I don't want <laughs> anyone to go there. <laughs> like I don't want it to become busy. Yeah. That's all good. Move Bork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 like the the smell in that place is different the the sound of the highway gets muffled by all the trees there's like fucking turtles and Mm. cranes Mm. and like all these weird animals that's nice and yeah it's gorgeous and you can get like lost there's like some clear paths like you could walk it's like a 15 minutes of like a circle but you can you can go in some fucking weird edges and corners and stuff and and when the water is low you can like really go further
0: see like that's the good environment for mushroom trip you know? Oh, it's perfect. Like I made the mistake, (laughs) Yeah, but I made a good mistake of doing a mushroom, my first in a hotel, in a motel room. Okay. And it was just too confined. Like our friends were arguing. It was just a disaster. Mm. But Being in an open space like that, I feel like that promotes a really good experience.
2: Yeah. Especially if it's a open place in nature. And if you're Mm. like a, Uh, pretty much alone like if there's not too much too many distractions to Mm -hmm. not people like passing by and stuff it it must help uh, with the experience it's a little scary though because
1: I mean like that's safe there's no like bears or something you know like it's Mm. just it's like nature but not but this fucking dog bro (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) what was I gonna say the it's it's very dark and I feel like I can't see very well in the dark like one time Mm -hmm. I was on shrooms with some friends and uh, I haven't seen them in a while, though. I kind of miss them. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> to call them after this. Um, I was like, let's go in the forest. Let's go in the forest. Let's go in the forest. So we're like somewhere in like fucking De Montagne or something. I
2: don't remember. And
1: is that where we were? Yeah. De Montagne? Yeah,
2: I think so. Oh, so you went up f- uh, Mont Royal, the Mont Royal uh, Forest, no? Uh,
1: maybe I'm thinking of somewhere else then. I'm really bad with Wait, locations. Well you
2: mean De Montagne like in the downtown?
1: No, like, uh, what's Is like northeast bad? of Laval on the North Shore?
2: Oh, okay, no, forget it.
0: No, you're talking about, uh, no, it's not the same place. Yeah,
1: yeah no, no. Okay, anyway, I was somewhere on shrooms with two other people. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. None of this happened anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we. We get to this edge of the fort and we start walking, and I'm like happy that I'm there because I'm like, I'm the one suggesting it. And then I realize how fucking pitch black it is, and Mm -hmm. I cannot see shit. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm then now I'm on drugs, right? So I'm like, I start thinking, like, oh no, what if somebody gets hurt? Like, all the bad scenarios, and and, like, we're not equipped, and and, oh my God, like, I just, I'm like, guys, let's turn around. Like, I stop and I'm like, let's turn around. And these guys, like, fucking God bless them, man. They were like, okay, you know, like, (laughs) we came here for you pretty much, and then you said, let's turn around. But I I was really like I just became a panic. Mm-hmm. It was strange. And then we go back to like we were like in some kind of cabin, you know, like it was like a nice place and we had it to ourselves and oh, we had nice. a great time. Nice. We're just like putting on music and just like talking to each other and like tr- talking about how we're tripping while we're tripping. Mm. And yeah. we just got a little closer, you know, like it was
0: it was cool. Good company.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, the company made it.
0: Yeah, that's uh, so important. The setting, set and setting, your mindset going into it and your environment, the people you're with.
1: Yeah, you never know. Like you, it's like a. It's like a roommate, but fast forwarded, you know, like, I guess, I guess. What's a roommate? the roommate? Like meeting somebody and like, if you live with them, it's different. Okay. Meeting somebody and doing drugs with them is very mm. different also. But like, I remember one time I, I was uh, another shroom thing, but like, we took a lot this time. It was like a good dose. And one of my friends, like, I mean, I, I, like, I couldn't believe this because we were like tripping balls and he drove us up there. Mm. So then we're looking for him at some point and his car has gone. And we all freak the fuck out. Like all of us together, there's like a there's three of us, plus him, and and he's go- his car's gone. He's gone, and we're like, what the fuck? I can't drive right now. How is he driving right now Jeez. in these tiny ass crazy roads? Like we're on some, we're in some cabin somewhere. Like we're we're in, we're chaleting the bitch. <laughs> And I'm, we, we all instantly start bad tripping. Like, oh, my God, he's dead. He's in a ditch. The cops are going to find him. The <laughs> cops are going to come here. We're all going to get arrested. We're all going to jail. Like, just worst case scenario, it starts pouring out. And, like, I love this guy, but I bust his balls to this day yeah. about that moment. Like, how? Like, he was tripping, too. So I can't blame him for the way he acted. But, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Where did bro? he go, though? He just, like, went for a drive to clear his head because his girlfriend <laughs> called him. Oh, and he starts no. talking to her. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he made some space. Yeah, man, like yeah. same same story. almost. Yeah. So eventually it ends up like almost same story, man. It's really funny. Like the, we're all in our separate beds mm-hmm. and there's like no, like the walls don't connect with the ceiling sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like a quick thing to make a bedroom because it's like they're renting this place out. So we're all in our beds, like, fully clothed, but with our with our covers on top of us. And we're just like, hey, man, you there? And he's like, yeah. He's like, hey, man, you there? He's like, yeah. You know, so we're just like, okay, <laughs> we're all here. It's all good. Like, we're just, we're, like, in panic mode, yeah. and we're making sure we're all there, and we're just kind of accepting our fate. And we're, all, like, we're all acting like you were acting. Yeah. Like, like, this guy fucked the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. And, and, <laughs> and we were like, where did you go? Like, yeah. what are you, why, how are you driving? Like, yeah. we were so mad at him. But, but, like, I don't know, man. At the same time... It's like you said about like loving everybody and and like you're open, like you're anxious, but you're open. Like you said yeah. about Mike Tyson also, like mm-hmm. if you know the story, you can't blame somebody. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You're just like, ah, I, I would do it if I was you. I yeah. if, ah. It reminds me when we did, uh, when I did ayahuasca recently, I, I brought a friend who was from special forces and he was in the Israeli army, like intense. And... Did you tell me about this? I think I... I don't know if I mentioned it to you. That sounds fascinating. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. But, like, he has some inner work to do. And so we went to the ceremony. And we do the... Like, you can tell he's very guarded. You know, so we, we all drink the ayahuasca. And oh, you did tell me. Yeah. And he disappears. He's gone. Like okay. The What's we drank, happening it, to me? Yeah. And he's <laughs> fucking gone the whole night. And then he shows up at the end of the ceremony. You know, I think he showed up each time for the second or third glass and then disappeared. <laughs> he just knew somehow. He's like, I, yeah. I must go back. <laughs> so I, I talked to him like after. I'm like, where'd you go? He's like, I don't know. I scanned the whole perimeter. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, there's a deer, the, this beautiful plot of land. There's a deer. I saw some deers. I was scanning the neighbor's and then the se- that's some PTSD uh, shit? That's, it.
2: that's it he did a spiral <laughs> he did like the hawk the like, eagle it. spiral there just to and get the lay of the land
0: that's it so the second day same thing takes the ayahuasca disappears and then you, like,
2: t- you take it a few days in a row
0: two, it's a two day ceremony okay. usually some place in Peru it's um, like eight days okay yeah so this one is just um, one day then the next day silence and then that night you drink it again hmm so the second day like we understood how he functioned so he drank it and he was gone and we're all like yeah I guess we don't need to worry about him he'll be back you know so he came back but like it was a little bit of a that was a little on my mind for like the good half of the first night I'm like fuck is he okay you know is the fuck is he but there it's a little bit better because we have guides and people that are facilitating so it's not like you're just tripping with friends and one of your yeah. friends disappears because yeah. you know? <laughs> that's a panic <laughs> I, I can resonate the feeling because I remember I was like going through my fucking trip and I'm also picturing like is he okay Mm -hmm. you know and you don't want that in those states because you're so vulnerable it's already so much to just be that open and then worrying about someone else fuck
2: yeah but
1: I I
0: wanted to ask you
1: and it's like bringing it back to the question like did that kind of teach you something about yourself or like teach you how to handle anxiety or like
2: no man (laughs) (laughs) nah bro
1: (laughs) just sucked
2: (laughs) no I wish I could say uh, change some stuff but no besides the thing that I noticed how how your you know how your thoughts can impact uh, you know your body and, and vice versa yeah yeah I noticed that then I did it one more time a few years ago I don't know if I can say who I got them from <laughs> but I did again like a bit of mushrooms and that was the worst time ever oh and no. thinking now mm. I think it might have been a, an anxiety attack Mm. that I had, because, again, at that time, I didn't know yet, like, it was before uh, last year, and uh, so I got some mushrooms, and I was gonna do some with my girlfriend, hmm. and uh, we already planned the day, like, uh, I think I only had uh, to be in the gym in the morning, like, that morning, and so I planned, that was a mistake, but I, I, I didn't eat breakfast, and I just went to the gym, and then I, I just went back home, and right away, we we took uh, the mushrooms uh, on an empty stomach,
1: Usually it's better, I think, I if you That's what I heard, yeah. but then
2: I think it made me... Um, you worked out, fasted, and e- then, you, yeah, who knows. Yeah, and also, you know, maybe, like, low blood pressure or stuff like that. Anyways, that's what I thought then, but I took them, and usually it kicks in, like, an hour, two hours after, but I took it, and then I was just... Uh, I went in the shower or something, and in the shower, I, I started feeling, like, like, a bit dizzy, and... Uh, you know, like uh, lightheaded and stuff like that, and I'm like, man, like that's weird. What's happening? And it kept like coming worse and worse and worse. And it was like ten minutes in after eating it. Hmm. Ten like, minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. And wow. then, then what in the my f- head, yeah. then in my head, I'm like, okay, no, this is not normal. Maybe I'm getting poisoned, or like it should Ooh, be, it should be an hour later. It's not a good road where the <laughs> mind goes. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. And so, that's yo, right. the the whole trip, it started, it started five minutes after I ate it. And it lasted, after those five first minutes, it lasted like two hours where I was uh, physically uncomfortable. Like, uh, I was dizzy. At one point, I was thinking about calling an ambulance. Like, Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was really bad. And then my girlfriend at the same time, like she, she was, she was fine. Like she was just like, she's like, Oh, it's just so fun and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, you're not feeling like me. Like uh, I think I'm, I got poisoned. Well, at least
0: that's a confirmation that cause she's okay. So you yeah. know that you're not at, well, maybe at the time you didn't rationalize. That. Yeah. I didn't rationalize. I was like, man,
2: something <laughs> is happening to me. Like something physical. Cause mm. I wasn't thinking about my, my mind. I was thinking like, I felt those symptoms physically. I'm like, yo, something's
1: happening. Me too. I think I'm a little hypochondriac. Like you're, you know, your, your, your mouth, like your, your, your saliva is different. Mm. Your breathing's different. You like, yeah. Y- you,
2: you took something, but you're like,
1: oh no, like, your body what did I take? Though. Your yeah. body does have a reaction. Yeah. To it. You know,
2: but I, that's it. I so you. sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. So uh, it was like that, and so for those two hours, I felt like shit, and and then we were really feeling it. So at one point, cat, I was like, oh, I think it's because I didn't eat, and I'm, I have, because uh, sometimes I have low blood pressure too. And that can make you feel weird too. So I'm like, oh, it maybe that, that's what it is. And it's because I didn't eat. And then Kat was like, uh, my girlfriend, she's like, oh, I'm going to go in the kitchen, make you some toast. And then she goes and she puts the toast in. And then we completely forgot about them. Like we didn't go back to it. And I, oh. and then, then after, like, I'm like, okay, I feel like I really feel sick. Like I have to lay down on the bed. So I went, wow. I lay down in the bed. And then I felt so weird, like I was touching my body. I'm like, man, am I am I like um, am I all wet? Like I I thought I was all wet, like drenched in water.
1: That happened to me on on salvia once. Like, yeah, me I, it was, uh, was like, sweating. With yeah,
2: but I think I was dry. I, I think mean, it was so just my my sensation. I'm like, man, did I pee myself or whatever? Hmm. And so I felt horrible like this for two hours, <laughs> and sucks. then and then it, it it stopped. Like boom, right away it stopped, and I didn't feel uh, high anymore. Nothing, and that was two hours after eating it, not after. Yeah. you know, after usually it takes two hours to kick in. And but then it's me, like then it might last like six hours. Or yeah, yeah, but me, it was two hours from the time I took it until it ended. And yeah. when it ended, I was like, "Oh, finally, I feel back to normal." But my mm-hmm. girlfriend was still feeling it. Yeah, she so it was, was weird. A normal ride. Yeah, she was yeah. having. Yeah, she she liked she she enjoyed it. <laughs> So but uh, I've, I've, I've
0: had that Where it lasts yeah? long And then it lasts short like, I've had it all mm-hmm. Like
1: Not me That's really something uh,
0: Even ayahuasca There was once Where oh, I drank a lot And I, I felt it for like 20 minutes And then it was gone I oh, was yeah? like pretty much sober I like, remember my second day
1: I took the first cup And I was like I was like Yesterday was rough I th- I'm gonna take it easy <laughs> today Cause I, 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 I It was like an ego thing I was like Take the second cup And I'm like Hey 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 Chill out brain <laughs> I took one cup I was fucking More high than I was okay. the
0: day before for the rest of the, the people are taking the cups and I'm just
1: sitting there like oh no because <laughs> yeah.
0: they do they do three services throughout the night so you drink three times
2: okay but it's all optional and do like you puke and stuff or uh, I uh, did a little I usually um, puke you,
1: well, what's that about oh yeah it's an hour 25 okay. so like we can okay wrap Already. it up in five minutes it, yeah flies, it flies huh? by man. it's crazy it fucking flies by but yeah. we we don't have a time limit this time like we can keep it around yeah. the same just for the yeah. viewers you know We like, can go I, yeah it's fine but uh, what was I saying? Yeah, like you, you, some people will feel like I think you're gonna feel sick no matter what, unless okay. you're used
2: to it. I don't know, like, but you might that too. Like, I, yeah. What were you saying? Like, since uh, since now I know I have a tendency to be a uh, hypochondriac. Like, uh, I don't want it to impact my trip. Like, it's, I wonder is, is if that, I take it because for ayahuasca, i will be down. Yeah, let's say for ayahuasca for sure. I'd be down for the experience, but I'm wondering like. Uh, cuz even if now I can rationalize w- rationalize it and stuff I'm sure if I take it and I start feeling like oh I'm going to puke maybe yeah. maybe I'm going to start overthinking mm. for sure and it's going to
1: impact my trip I went through the for sure it's going to impact your trip like if you if you read up on it and you realize this is like good for you I mean mm. if, if you're on certain medications and stuff you have to you have to know what's good and what's bad but like it's actually really good for your health. Apparently, yeah. like I've been, been i li- i studying up on it. To and it's a cleanse. Yeah, you're
0: literally expelling like shit bacteria in the, okay. in the gut. Like there's, there was like some ancient uh, Hindu brew that they would drink that would do a similar effect. And oh, cool. Sadhguru was talking about it actually because someone. Oh, asked I like Sadhguru. Yeah, yeah, someone asked him about ayahuasca and he's like, "Yeah, this is a purification of like the gut flora, like the negative shit." Hmm. and that they had their own back in like fucking ancient times where you would drink this and you would vomit for like 24 hours oh my god but it would expel all that shit yeah but so
1: uh, for sure it's gonna affect you yeah. for sure it's gonna affect.
0: i want to put I, sorry I,
1: I just i'm i just want to reassure you like if you if you want to try it in the future like it'll it'll come up because it's who you are but like you you're surra- you're gonna be in a good place with people mm. who are really prepared and like, for me personally, it was a psychological thing. I didn't want to puke because it was just, like, a vulnerable thing. It was, like, okay. a social thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't for a second feel like uh, like I did something wrong to my body. Like, shrooms mm-hmm. doubt makes me doubt myself, makes okay. my stomach turn a little bit. But ayahuasca, I, like, as soon as I drank yeah. it, I was like, this is, like, water. Like, this okay. is nourishing. It feels
0: like it's supposed to be there. It's weird. Man. Yeah, like, mm. it <laughs>
1: tastes yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, it's, but it's like... Um, yeah, I just I just didn't get that. I mean and in, and if you do, you're just you know you could get it and you're like, Okay, that, that might that I took a thing, I feel weird, it's okay. Yeah. And you might fucking shit yourself, you know, but not everyone does. A lot of people do puke. <laughs> yeah. And like w- there's always that one person that start that pukes
2: first. And then everyone <laughs> and goes and then everyone's Bwah. like, yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: And like I didn't yeah. want to, and I was like and I didn't even realize I was it doing that. So good, I was though. like, I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna puke and then someone pukes and I'm like, Oh, I guess it's okay to puke. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird thing. But then and then the, the rape. Yes. The Rappé made me puke.
0: Oh, that's gonna do it. The fucking. I I need that almost every time because then I feel stuck, dude. It just what makes is that? You- uh, Rappé. we got it over there in that box. Uh, it's it's like Amazonian tobacco. Okay, and it, it's like. Pure tobacco from the Amazon—it's like their sacred. So tobacco. it makes
2: you uh, nauseous, no?
0: I don't know if. Like when you take a it. when you take a hit of uh, it, you, you don't, don't smoke, smoke it, so it's administered through the nose. Like they blow it up each nostril. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like a powder, and there's a there's a lot of other stuff in it. There. There's like ash of something. There's, yeah, there's oil, there's bark. Yeah, yeah there's sometimes fuck, there's cinnamon and stuff. It's really some kind of mix of, of I don't even know what. Like I've never really looked it up, and, and uh, yeah. there's different recipes. And th- what makes you puke, I find, is it has like a bitterness and like a like a strong taste okay. if you will like taste quote unquote but it's being shot up your nose and then like it's in your throat and you're like Ugh! like you like you just okay. want to puke like it's yeah. like something's gagging you so you're like Ugh! but you're you're already feeling that way with the ayahuasca so yeah, you are yeah, yeah. like you're like you shoot it and you're like, yeah. like you yeah. just fucking launch <laughs> yeah, man yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: it's but i find that with ayahuasca if you feel like there's something stuck rape is going to take it out okay and usually usually from everyone I've seen, after throwing up on an ayahuasca ceremony, you feel incredible. Then you're good? It's like, it's not just vomit. It's like negative emotions mm. tied into vomit and negative emotions that were stored inside. Sometimes I would throw up and purge and nothing would come out. It would just be energy. Okay. I'd be like, <laughs> I feel good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that happened like four or five times and l- I look at my bucket. There's nothing in there.
1: Oh, that's weird, yeah. but I, I also had this experience. Like I was saying, it was a social thing for me. So I felt like less guarded after. I was like, oh yeah, this is okay. You know, mm. like, and also, it, when you were talking about like in an energetic way, like in some unexplainable kind of personal way, you're purging something psychological.
0: Things you've held back. And right. I
1: remember my eyes and see something. It was this really weird experience because I was seeing a lot of visuals because of the mm. ayahuasca, but I didn't see anything like that exactly. And I, I suddenly had this like intuitive understanding that I was looking inside my body and something, I was pushing something out like some kind of parasite. Hmm. It was oh. very strange. I don't know what it was exactly in some kind of emotional, like, mm. translation, but something got the fuck out of me. Whoa. A- and, like...
2: It was a feeling that you had that some... That, that thing was there, or...
1: It's hard to... Like, I was, I was shutting my eyes, and I was puking, and I could see something... Fighting, sort of, and like moving, like when you when you see like a microscope image, like on TV. Or I'm something, picturing the Matrix shown. scene where you had that fucking uh, insect yeah. in his belly. Yeah. and they're they're looking with like that big a l- scope. A little bit. It, it, if it's I like if I parasite, you know, it, if I were to describe it physically, it looked like a brain cell. Mm. It had like a kind of head and like t- and like tendrils mm. and then a kind of tail. And it really, lo- I was and and for some reason, I'm like I knew I was looking inside my body and this thing was trying to come out. It, it, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm just saying what I experienced. Mm-hmm and i'm closing my eyes and i'm ugh, i'm like trying to puke and then this fucking thing like as as the thing is like reaching some kind of border of my vision i go like and like this fucking piece of something flies out uh. i don't know if it was just the wrap or something like stuck in my throat or i don't know mm. what or in my stomach Whoa. but I, I i definitely felt like like i crossed some kind of boundary after i was like oh you exercise
2: the yeah, <laughs> fucking the you know,
0: But people purge in all ways. My friend I brought with me, he was like smoking a shit ton of weed, kind of addicted. Mm-hmm. And he had to pee intensely every time after drinking ayahuasca. Like he went to the Washington pee and he said his piss smelled like weed. Uh, but like but like a bad smell, like like this was not good for him. And then when he got back, he stopped smoking for like three, four months. Shit. Didn't touch it. And um but like that was his purge. He didn't vomit or anything. It was just peeing a lot and it stunk like weed. Hmm. So it's, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say this and use this as a platform because there's a big misconception with ayahuasca, and it's like the number one thing you hear when people ask about it, and their fear behind it is like, I don't want to do it because I hear you're gonna puke a lot and shit a lot, like, and that's like the 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 general uh, taste that ayahuasca has for everyone, I guess, because that's the highlight of the experience. Yeah. Everyone talks about, oh, he fucking puked, yeah, yeah, shot yeah. himself, but for those who are curious or or planning to eventually go and do it. The vomit, the shitting itself, I haven't seen yet. I don't know if that's out there. Maybe some people it have. It seems case. to be much more rare. Yeah. yeah. The vomiting doesn't always happen. I saw a lot of people that don't vomit up until they do it four or five times later on in their life. And then they've already they they've seen the culture. They, they don't care. But the vomiting is like a 0.1, 0.1% of the experience. Mm. And if that's the only thing that's scaring you from the experience, then don't be worried because it's so much more valuable that vomit, whatever, if you do vomit, it's so valuable for your body. It feels so good. It's just stuff that really shouldn't be there. And if that's, what's holding you back from that experience, don't let it because it's really, you've been there. I've been there. It's, it's so much more than just a vomiting fucking experience. And Mm. some guy throwing up some girl shitting, like it's, it's genuinely, there's so much work that can be done with it. And so much positive that can come out of it
1: i know. think a big thing that you gave me as well is is making it feel normal that it was like scary it's mm. like the first time i'm doing a new thing you were telling me you know it's like the fifth or whatever time you're doing it or 10th time you're doing it and you're like i still feel that way mm-hmm. there's gonna be your ego's gonna come in and be like oh i don't want to change yeah. i don't want to have to act differently so that i can live a better life so i'm gonna make excuses for why i don't want to go it. do this thing and because that, it doesn't feel good it's challenging but you feel amazing after. Mm-hmm. It's like the gym. It's like meditation. It's, it's like everything.
0: Some of my clients, I tell them, and you probably see it the same, it's like the hardest part of the training is getting to the gym. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they, yeah. they wake up, they want to cancel, whatever, then they show up, oh, fuck. And then they tell you after, you know, was, I, I almost canceled today, but I showed up and I'm so happy yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it,
2: no, yeah, even the, the days I don't want, I don't feel like working out or whatever, I'm tired. Then you go to the gym, you do, the, you do your warm up. Yeah. And once you're warm, you're like, you're good to go. That's it. You're like, oh, yeah. So yeah.
0: I you find, I think it. that ego sneaks in and grabs onto the vomit of like the, the idea of vomiting and be like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to throw up. But it's nothing to do with throwing up. There's like this hidden thing that you're trying to avoid. Mm. And you're using the the thing about vomiting as an excuse not to do it. Fucking maybe. You know, it, the yeah. ego is insidious. It'll hide. It's the same thing if you skip the gym and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. And then you cancel the gym and then tomorrow comes and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my friend whatever and then uh, i'll do the gym the next day it's that same mechanism it just keeps hiding and hiding and hiding Mm. you know and showing up in random spots that being said like what's the
1: maybe you don't have like a big plan or something but like what's the what's your projection of your future you know like you're you're a professional fighter and you're good at it so like what's (laughs) the i'm still amateur
2: high level amateur let's say okay fair enough um No, I I don't know. I guess i will see how it goes. For sure, my dream and my passion is uh, fighting. So I'd like to go as far as I can uh, in fighting. Like uh, eventually I'd like to turn pro maybe this year. That's the thing that's hard too. It's here. uh, It's not like MMA. Well, even now MMA with TKO, like... uh, there's a lot of politics. It's not it's yeah, not and uh, you know, like last year, they they barely had any shows. And yeah. uh, anyways, even MMA, it's hard. But kickboxing, it's even harder to get uh, to have the contacts and to get on a pro organization or around here. Like there's nothing It's in the it's states. S- huh? It's just smaller. Yeah, sh- there there might be some in the states. There, it's really popular in Europe. Yeah. but you know, it's hard to get the contacts. So yeah, I gotta found that 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 uh, you know entry door to get there. But yeah, for sure, I, I'd love to go as far as I can in, in fighting. Uh, but then I really love uh, teaching too. Like, uh, it's one of my passions. So, nice. I love, I, I love teaching, uh, you know, martial arts. Um,
1: it's, it's, it then, yeah, I don't very, know.
2: Very uh, it's just, uh, now I'm on that journey. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And like, I don't have, uh, I'm not fixated on the, on the goal. You know, it's mostly the journey. So now I'm just enjoying, mm. enjoying where I, where I'm at now. Nice. I'm working, working hard on, you know, getting better and whatever, going as far as I can. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, we'll see how where it leads me. Like it, uh, it might be somewhere totally different. Uh, I don't really mind. Uh, nice. We'll see. I, I think the, the awesome. best fighters have that logic.
1: You know, it's it's you have this adaptib- adaptability, sort mm-hmm. of that. I guess it's like it, you you have it in fighting, you have it in the fight in the ring itself, and then you have it in training, and then you have it in life. Yeah. So you're just like. This is my goal cuz I need a direction but eh, let's see what happens you know like I mean yeah. you must meet people like you all the time like you get like everyone's everyone who fights is super chill it's the weirdest thing yeah for the most part yeah for, for the, the most, most part yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there's some out there that are <laughs> there's always some hotheads <laughs> yeah. there's always yeah. that archetype the, the yeah, bad yeah. guy yeah. in the Kung No Fu but for movie.
2: sure for the most part uh, fighters are really good person I that, would say uh,
0: Differentiate. I would say martial artists because yeah, that's yeah, the mentality yeah. that, like, mm. you meet fighters and then you meet like w- martial artists who have just adopted not just the fight but the philosophy mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah, and that philosophy is humble, respectful, and like those are the people. Uh, it's unfortunate that in the the UFC, for example, or the MMA community, that they're promoting the other side of the coin, the promotional side of it. Yeah, when it you, when starting, it was more about being humble. Like it's still there, but it's mm-hmm. they're trying to. To create more wow factors, I guess yeah.
1: it sells tickets, yeah,
0: yeah, but the core is that it's it's the better you get, the more humble you become, like that's when a true martial artist remember
1: you know? that quote from Schwarzenegger when he says that the iron doesn't lie, or something like that, you know, mm. like twenty pounds is always twenty pounds or whatever the fuck he said, mm. like McGregor is a fucking loud mouth, let's say you know don't don't at me, bro <laughs> <laughs> but uh
0: he puts in the work. Yeah. There's but so there's
1: much humility in that, even that guy. Yeah. There 100%. has
0: to be. Right?
1: Am I yeah. wrong? hundred To
0: get where he was. You yeah. Know? You know, I think the and loss against there. Khabib like we spoke about before. I think that was necessary. That can go in both directions. We have yet to see how he's truly going to perform. I think it was amazing with Cowboy, but I'm curious about his next few fights to see what, what changes made, you know.
1: Yeah,
2: fuck
0: yeah. On that note, I know you have to go to, to the gym at some point.
2: Uh, yeah, I work at the gym tonight.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I think we're on good time, though. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, thought about yeah.
2: our time. I didn't even think yeah. about what no, you no. have to do later. Shit. Should be man. good. I gotta
1: be there at five. Oh, it's at three thirty. Oh, really? That's All good. Three thirty-three. Damn Damn, <laughs> boy! All right, man. Fucking, it was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for having on. me.
2: Was
0: it was cool, awesome, brother. My You're first
2: <laughs> podcast and uh, <laughs> our first guest in this crazy, weird. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> new set. No, that it's 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 amazing. Yeah, seriously.
0: It, I, we didn't test the lights with him. Oh, it's true. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, we we totally forgot that, but. It would have been this light. Oh, no. I like the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight no. We could go through colors, but yeah, I thought purple was the easy. That's easi- fine, too. No, green was nice, too.
1: We got options, baby. Yeah.
0: yeah. This is bonus feature yeah. for the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. if you guys watch this, if I don't edit this out, if you have a preference of light...
2: Yeah, orange? What was the one we used? It was pink? You green, can change though. it up every show. They have a... That's yeah. true, Go too. with the aura of the person. Like That's, uh, a, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. all right stay curious all right peace peace out